What's cracking? It's your homie, Lil Mystery. You are now listening to the Emo Brown Podcast, the downest fool in Chula Vista since AC Slater, homie. You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook at Magrito. Find all the Magrito Podcast Network shows over at magrito.net. Ladies and gentlemen and the lowlights, thank you for tuning in to the Emo Brown Podcast Metiche Monday, brought to you by the wonderful people where, Caesar Grasshopper. At Grasshopper. GHBuds.com. That is also correct. Home of the three for $12 Emo Brown pre-rolls. I just happen to have one here for a little bit later. Por si algo sucede. Oh, yeah. Y si por leldo no puede. Because your dad wouldn't let you smoke it on Saturday. We'll get get into that. We'll get into that. We'll get into my dad being a fucking hater. But before we get into all that, got Carlos Paez, got the chef, got Caesar. We got all the cool people that are normally here and also Eric Casas, because Eric Casas is... (laughs) El, El Dios. ¿Qué onda, muñecos? ¿Cómo estamos? Muy, muy bien. Todo en orden, todo, todo particular. I think since today we're going to be dealing with a little bit of a B-side, a little B-side Ooh. action. We're going to play a little bit of, you know, I like Crossroads, bro. Do I have approval from the artist who plays the music? Oh. It doesn't matter. We're going to play it anyway. <laughs> we're going to fucking play it anyway, bro. <laughs> if you get an opportunity, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review us on hmm. Apple and on Spotify. I like it on Spotify because yeah, if you didn't know, stars. if you didn't know, mm. Spotify does have video content of everything we People do. People love that shit, man. Do they? Yeah, I love it. Then the YouTube. Wifey, I, I come home from work and wifey will like be doing whatever she's doing, and I see the little phone like right there, and she's like watching it. She's like, ah, you said something funny. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> that's, that's the part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only that part. And then I was like, what about everybody that's else? Funny, that. And I was like, what about everybody else? <laughs> Somebody was there. It's like, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm going to text Crystal for confirmation. <laughs> Casas told me last week that I, you do really good as the heel, bro. You do, you're, you're the good villain on the fucking podcast Ooh, now. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, not trying to be the villain. No, really? <laughs> get into the member roll call before, <laughs> before we get canceled. Uh, all right. Let's start from the top. CF Caitlin, welcome. All right. Sabrina, Mrs. Dan, you let herself. Lieve. Oh, that's Danny O's lady. Yeah. I was yeah. unaware of that. All right, cool. He, he Drop that dick on us because she paid for the year. You didn't hear him on Saturday? I did not. Oh, okay, did yeah, not. yeah. He was like, oh, my wife has disposable income. Oh, it shows you who actually paid for the year. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then everybody knows I'm poor because I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> with this $10 month to month. What the fuck is wrong with five? Hey, um, you know what name I don't read on here is Esteban Garcia. Oh, Jr. keep reading. Okay. <laughs> Daniel Conliff, my guy, I appreciate you. Christopher Del Rosario. Uh, Yendi uh, that's Barbara Lopez. Chris, Playboy Barbara Chris. Go ahead. Where from where? At Otterstown. It's a compa. This fucking uh, El J Clips guy, man. That's like oh, a, shit, my bad. Yeah, clip. my bad. No, that's a dude who cuts them uh, up all nice, makes designs on them and shit. Clip bro. is about to clip some fools this morning, so let's be on our best behavior. Manuel <laughs> de Casas, Art Pacheco, Dallas, Fialawak. Whatever that name is, Ramon Nunez. <laughs> Eric. No, no. What Fiel- the fuck is happening Fielakowski. this morning? Fielakowski. How much did you guys actually smoke? Yeah, <laughs> yes, guys. Serge one. Like, no, I don't sound so bad last yeah. week. Huh? Chris and Mike. Ramon Saldivar. Ruben Quinoes. Matt Diesel, Eddie Zuko, what's Did up, Did you say quinoes? It's not quinoa, my dude. It's quinones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, deal, we'll deal with that later. We'll deal with that later. 
<laughs> Red Dead. Pulling pull that bicep card on you is like, it's not yeah. quinoa. <laughs> Get your Portuguese ass out of here. Got a little team, man. It's David Lada. What's up, guy? Greg. Paulina for the people. Where's Where she at? Where's she, yeah. she at? Cucina. We All right. Ken Yenvis. Antonio Sanchez. Jess. Uh, Gerard Goldman. What's up, my guy? I appreciate you and your little white baby named Hudson. Carlos Ororio. That's a pretty Carver- white baby name. Hudson? We talked about yeah. this. Yeah. But it's true. I hear it and I'm like, fun anymore. Hudson. Sounds like, like the a river. guy on that show you watched, The Hills. I don't even know that name, bro. You do. Javier Brito, a.k.a. Flaco, Carly, Claudia Wucher, West Said, David Shapiro, Victor Almazan, Tanya Torres. No, no, don't just Tanya Torres. Whispering through that's that's Plomero's wife, bro. You mean Tanya? A, that, yeah, Tanya Torres, Tanga, bro. Tanya is a is a is a is a. Is what I'm wearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> the day you wear underwear, I'll be surprised. Hey, real shit. I'm wearing underwear today, bro. Yeah, it's cold. cold, bro. <laughs> it's cold, man. Shit, and you know, I recently manscaped. What's up? Hey, oh, that's no, why you're I'm cold. available. No, I'm no. available, bro. They're not anymore, bro. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. And now, Alvarez, Reggie Garcia, DJ Reggie. What's up? Ivan Espinosa, Jamie George Sapeta, Jason McClurk. Uh, that's a new one, right? No, no that's Hunter red. Hinton. That's that right. dude with the red hair. Ah, uh, that's too many of them. Robert Gomez, Alexandria Camacho, David DB Styles, and Clinton Jones. That's it. One page. Woo. I'll tell him. Happy birthday to Camille Harrington. I don't know if oh, you read her name. Yeah. Yeah. It was Camille's birthday. Don't even touch your fucking guitar, bro. All right, that's not today's not the day for wow. that. No. All right, Camille, the Scrooge, Brian Casey, my soul, yes, guys, the Starvars brothers. Happy birthday, Starvars brothers. Starvars. Happy birthday, Camille. Steve loves you. Yeah. <laughs> the Starvars brothers, they're gone, right? They're no longer in San Diego. You'll be they missed. Oh, shit. Eric Ortega, Tommy Ferres, Ariana Porras, Laverne, Unknown Soldier, a.k.a. the real queen. Reels. And oh, she's the queen of reels. Oh, I forgot to have to fucking <laughs> explain this to you fucks all day. It's going to be a Everyone long acknowledge show. Everyone real quick. Ramiro El Misfit, Sara Shulamay, Squalimontito, Will Holder, Bob Oso, Mark Sanchez, Timmy Gomez, Cisco Hernandez, SDCA Equipment, mm. El Compa George Ricoy, Kula Yoga, Matthew Stephen Ferris, you Fuck are you a weenie. My mother, Griselda Garcia, called you out and said you are a weenie too. Uh-oh. Amaro Campanajar, fucking guy. I got a cool text. From uh, I got from oils from David Oils, bro. Lieutenant David Oils, the third highest ranking Mexican in Chula Vista now, and he said, "Hey man, I don't want to bring up shit right now. It's your, your busy season right now, but don't forget you owe me a tea time at Tory Pines North because Ooh, my boy yeah. McCann is now the mayor. He just got sworn in, bro. Crazy. That's all I'm excited, bro. Let's go, Darren. Behind the bar pier now. El pinchy rowdy pal, Stephanie Perez, Mr. Stoll, Samsung Simpson, bolt down, Jose Torres." <laughs> I know that name, Chico. Oh, el like Chico. plomero. El it sounds political. El mero plomero got hit by a car this weekend, bro. What the fuck? No, not him. Not him. Right. Yeah, Roberto yeah. Alguero Flores, el compa Fonzi, Shannon Lynette, Hernan Hernandez. J Ford, J Ford. What's up, Cliff? J Ford is angry. As Tattoo fuck, bro. Jesus. No, no, he's Why? What did now. you guys do to him? J Ford got a flat tire. Oh mm-hmm. no! Yeah. And then Steve didn't answer his call to pick him. I know. I was at oh, work. No. I was at work. You and called the wrong person. Yeah, yeah. yeah you should have called Chef. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Hag, Otter Stop blows David Martinez. I <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> Chef Diba, Danny O. I enjoyed hanging out with Danny O. Dude. We're going to talk more about that. My yeah, Algo Roberto Pinguino, RJ, Willie Ruiz, Tony Marroquin, David, Jose Uribe, Ernesto Quintero, the Nurse Navarro. 
I ain't gonna say shit. Tony Yu, Sonia, Sarah Stoll, Cesar Fernandez, Jose Fernandez, Martin Casas, Maison Innocentes, Sir Alex Rivera, Matthew Echeverria, Roxana, Theo Collins, Homar Sanchez, Abby Hellebron? Is it Hellebron? Hellebron. Heilbron. It's Hellebron. Oh, you know how to spell that one. It's Hellebron. Hellebron. Brian Vong, Elias Delgado, Eric Ruiz, Maddie, Eddie Will. Annie Wilkes, excuse me. I know uh, something. Oh, what do you know? What do you know? I know something. Oh, man. Are we going to get into that? Hey, no, yo, Droopy. No, we prom- Drop I know, that I know who the fuck we you are, Droopy. We promised they. Yeah. Take yeah. that name. We did promise we're not going to bring them up. Yeah. But we, hey. we know who Annie Wilkes is? Yeah, I know who the fuck Annie Wilkes oh. is. <laughs> I know. I know exactly who it is. And I'll, we'll get into that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Jesus. Here we go. Uh, Bill Lukey, Arcadio Mora, Pablo Cacahuates, BJ Jesbera. Oh. Oh. What a loser. Wow. What a loser. <laughs> Mike Beebe? Mike Beebe. Beebe. Evelyn Bernardi, LJP, Giovanni Correa, Ben Bikes for Beer, Hexis, Felipe Mraz. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie Brennan in. No, 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 no. How awesome is it that she read Chef Claudia. Oh, me. (laughs) Justin Seleska. I was like, wait, me. Look, year. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, Disposable income? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Justin Seleska, Aaron Hill, Matt Lawson, Enrique Montalvo, Hector Munguia, Erica the Baker, (laughs) Alberto Aguirre. I love that. Oh, dude. Osvaldo Perez. You got to preface it by doing laser Latino and then go wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oscar Uribe, Giovanni Sanchez, Adrian El Abuelo. Marino Gomez, oh, Israel Castillo, Muski, Selena Lugo, Brandon, <laughs> Sal Maldonado, and page four. Are you doing four or you want me to do four? Oh, shit. I'll do it. I got you. <laughs> Josh Dexter, Dickie Islands, Aisha Ali, Ed Anaya, Carla Carl, Hector Power, TKO, Daily Liquor Store, Mike, Sonia Baca, Robert, Little Rob Lara, bro. Well, I'm giving him well, a lot of attention. Well. I'm giving that fool a lot of attention on the shit. I saw Literally, Liquor Store Mark last night. The camera loves him, though. Oh, honestly. man, he's a little, yeah. he's a little guy, man. Because he fits in the camera. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Denise Moreno, Antonio Brito, Angel Fish Hernandez, Scott Donaghy, El Chef Juarez, Lozano, Oscar Kimo Cantra, Lozano. You're coming on, bro. Don't worry. You're coming on. No maybe, le pelo. maybe not this week. Maybe not next week. But soon. Maybe not next year. <laughs> very, soon, very soon you're coming on, bro. El Dodger Arze. Fuck the Dodgers. Karen Small Barnett ranting with Ramos. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Escobar. Samantha Reina. Lieutenant David Hoyos. Gustavo Gonzalez. El Junior A. I brought Gus some fucking tamales. Oh. From one of the ladies that posts up in front of a lunch stop at UPS. Mm. Motherfuckers, you better leave at least one for Gus. Oh, I'm scared of him. I, I know. You better leave at least one wrapped. He does, you know how he likes unwrapped. Hey, hey, what color is that belt? Mm. Ira, Christian Ira, Moreno. Ira, Ira. Here you go. Pichy All right, there's That's three left. All right, yeah. Rodrigo, Christian Moreno, and his ever-growing family. Fernando Jespera, La Lady. It was nice hanging out with her, too. Hell yeah. We had a very good nice time, man. And that's the Moreno. Prius makes me pure. you shit on her Gavin, <laughs> Tom Phillips, has a good time. <laughs> Veronica Rocha, John Gennaro, Cesar Torres, Ruben Lopez. Oh, my God. Look at us. That's we Torres. are done. We are done. We are done. We are done. And for those of you that are new to the podcast, we read all of the Patreon members' names. Por guapa? Mm-hmm. Tell them why. Mm-hmm. Because you mean a lot to me. You yes. mean a lot to yes. us. None of this is possible without, of the 200, without about 15 of you. None of this is possible. No, no, Nothing is possible without you guys. So we look forward to continuing to read everything that you got. But we also got to highlight some things. You know, um, recently I decided to take my talents to a new, uh, you know, a new sponsor. So oh. let, let me let me hear that champ is here. Mm. But let me oh, hear. Oh, oh, oh. oh. This is a moment. A moment. Oh, hold on. Dun, 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 dun. The champ is here. Oh, 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 oh. The 
flip. Am I coming in clear? Am I coming in clear? Look at that shit, bro. See you on our big ups to Bobby Tribal for allowing us and bequeathing this. Yeah. Exciting opportunity mm -hmm. to be sponsored by Tribal, a company that we respect. Fuck, dude, like more than more than most, more than yeah. most. We're not very respectful to people, but when it comes to Theo Bobby, you know we don't fuck around. You know we're all about it. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean to you? That means discounts. That means a whole lot of discounts. If you have an Emo Brown Social Club card, if you have an Emo Brown card, twenty percent off at the lower mm -hmm. left on all items. But don't get too crazy. What is the lower left? Because the Pendletons only uh, get ten percent off. Headquarters on Seventeenth and Island in downtown, where they have not only the lower left mm. store, the podcast, Slappy's Garage. Cool. This, this is basically yeah. everything that we want to do. Oh, and, yeah. and fucking Uncle Bobby just taking us under his wing and then just showing me the ropes, bro. Yep. So I'm, I'm fucking eternally grateful for what he's doing. 50% off if you don't have a card. But if you happen to say, the champ sent me, you're going to get that 15% off just for showing up. Online discount for those of you who uh, don't like to leave the house. Why don't you go online to tribalgear.com, emobrown22 for 15% off. <sighs> what a time to be alive. I'm going today. I'm going to go right after this because I need to stock up on a lot of tribal gear. I only have this hat right now, so I need to go. Hey, hey, but you know what? There's worse shirts to wear. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Don Rosalino, Don Rosalino <laughs> Sanchez. Ahí está. Que onda? You know what? Right now, let's talk about the Alwood. Yeah. Let's talk about the Alwood. If you can, can make we? your way over here, my uh, lovely Vanna White. Uh, she prepared another drink for us this week. <laughs> this drink is going to be called the Latin Lover. As soon as you get to the, the microphone, as soon as you get to the microphone, get on it. <laughs> the Latin Oof, thank you, lover. Thank you. Thank you. This thank is you. a wow. shot, it looks like. Everybody. Oh, it smells way too good. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. There's a Latin lover. No, that's me and my Jean-Paul What is a Latin Cartier? lover? Tell us everything. What is a Latin lover? Uh, time to shine. It's a tamarind of vodka, passion fruit, and lime. Vodka. Mm. I blame this on BJ. We can't hear you. Can you, you got to get on the mic, girl. You get on the, on the mic. mic, girl. How are you going to start co-hosting this show if you can't even get on the mic? <laughs> get in there. I don't know which mic is my you mic. Gotta, you got to get nice and close. <laughs> no, you're good. Okay, so this drink is a Latin lover made up by one of our bartenders, Kenya. So nice. Kenya. Love her. Okay, so this is going to have passion fruit, lime, and tamarindo vodka. Mm. And it is super simple. We rim it mm. with a mango or pineapple chamoy. This is dangerous. People it's love this shot. so good. People it's love this shot. Drink. Yeah. Um, it's not bucanas? Shit. No, that's just you. Is that? Am I literally and the only one that orders bucanas every time I go in? Yes. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I ordered bucanitas. Ah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> and they looked at me like, what the fuck? I was like, that's his drink. <laughs> but yeah, this is our best-selling drink. It's awesome. People have it over ice. We do watermelon version, and then we do a strawberry version of this, too. What else we, we got, got going on at the Alwood now, finishing up the year, wrapping up the year? Well, we have our Christmas party coming up. I feel oh, like I'm kind of on the... Dance, yeah. Getting my... My uh, back. I just got back from New York, so I'm kind of like, Ooh, how is New York? I'm taking over Yeah, I had my first Jesus. vacation in like a year and a half, and it was awesome. What'd you do? You know, <laughs> what, okay, what you can remember. <laughs> I ate a lot of food. Oh, nice. I, I ate my way through. I didn't have a single piece of pizza or hot dog though. Okay, what? girl, get it. Listen. There's a lot more things they eat in New York than just pizza and I hot dogs. I really wanted to have that. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, no, it was a great time. I uh, I hurt. I got bruises. You, right? yeah. you got bruises. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Lost my phone the first night. Oh, yes. Definitely uh, looking <laughs> fun. But yeah, no, it was good. Good times. I was reading that in order to get a license to sell hot dogs, to sell wieners, bro, the most expensive wiener slanging spot. This is what happens right? when you're drunk and you're yeah. hanging out at a cookie party. You get to learn a lot of outlandish shit. It costs two hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars to procure a license, yeah. a vendor's license. Look, that's the man right outside Central Wrong. Park. Wrong. To sell what? Yeah. Is it outside Central Park? Outside the museum? We were know. we were told it was outside Central uh, Park. Oh my! Imagine so you're slinging it for seven dollars. Central a Park is too wiener. large of a space. It would have to be like like a. Um, yeah, he has a very I big think space he has real estate. Yeah. For sure. That's crazy. I mean, everything in New York yeah. comes at a cost. In order to be a taxi driver, you got to buy a medallion. Those medallions, I guess they cost like 250 Gs. And then Uber and Lyft came along and killed that benef- that killed that whole fucking business model. So it's like, oh, man, I'll, think, I'll, I'll stay in Chula Vista. I could see stay it at the Chula Met. Vista. I mean, there are so many people there. I mean, thousands upon thousands of people there. It's the most iconic place to go in New York. I mean, it would either be there or like somewhere like um, the, what is it called? The fucking the point Statue one. No, the <laughs> other one. Empire State Building. Thank you, Empire State Building. I can never fucking remember the name of that building. I went over there. I just Alicia looked at Empire in there State of Mind. Is that why? It's <laughs> full. <laughs> I'm going to take this shot. I'm going to take this shot. Salucita to UCC. Cheers to UCC. Cheers to everybody at the Elwood who made our holiday party amazing. That is dangerous. I contact That is dangerous, man. Oh. Danger. Ah, what else do we got going on? We got three punk ale shit. The World Cup is over, so uh, five dollar pints will come back because why not? I mean, I like to I like to do good things. I like to do Thank good things see, for see. my people. Um, Matt from the Manhattan, let me borrow this. Oh, nice. Uh, your oh, your uh, business. Uh, what do you, what do you guys call each other? Well, it's partners. Business partners. Yeah. Um, he let me borrow this because I was at the Manhattan when uh, the Manhattan was uh, on their Christmas party. So Ari and remind me his name, Angel. Angel. They were both there, and I was. It was. It was like just too much of a good time. And then Matt and everybody showed up, totally annihilated. Oh really? I don't know. If Matt, I, I don't know video. if Matt wants to hear that. Allegedly, <laughs> no. His wife was there. We were all there. It was great. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, but it was funny because he had two of these, and he was like holding them like this, <laughs> making them spin. Jesus uh, but sounds like Matt. Doing that. Matt did say that he wanted to share that if anybody needs a break during the holidays, um, doesn't have family, or wants to hang out, um, the Manhattan is going to be open. Um, on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, and New Year's Day. Um, oh, so if you need to, a break from, I don't know, maybe you fucking burned your turkeys or your tamales, um, or you just want to get away from your family or go have a drink before you face the family that you maybe not don't like so much. Um, when he said that, I was like, dude, I could, I'm a, I think me and my mom are going to end up there. You, you too. Okay, oh, cool. Yeah. So that, the, I think Matt, that's cool information. Matt, you're not special, Matt. The Alwood <laughs> is doing the exact. <laughs> is doing the exact same thing. Partner, the brewery is doing the oh, exact same you thing. You know, well, that's good no. to partner. Know, I think that's good to know because a lot of us, you know, during the holidays, we think everything is closed. Mm. Yeah, so if point. you can go and have like a drink before, like you're gonna face all of those you know, tias that are going to critique you oh. and like, did you gain five more pounds or do you have a boyfriend or all those mm. questions? They always say that to me. Right? Yeah. You know, yes. so yes, you get what both. I'm saying. So definitely make sure to visit all Oddly those cool enough, places. Oddly enough, those days are pretty busy. Really? The, the Thanksgiving <laughs> after like 5 p.m. will open the brewery. And then, and I know we're open at uh, the Alwood as well. And it gets busy. Yeah. People want to work those days. I just did the schedules for like the next two months or t- sorry, next month. And I say, hey, I plan on closing all these holidays unless somebody wants to work. 
And unless somebody wants to make a little bit of extra cash. So yeah, I got two people that said, I'll work, I'll work. I was like, all right, cool. So that's cool. Everybody loves working when it when it's a holiday because people show up. Well, we, people tip better now, nicely hey, hey, too. Hey, Elton Rodriguez, you better put that down. Where you mm. <laughs> 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 no, wait, she was like ready to book it. She's like, I gotta go work. <laughs> so, you know what? I wanted Uh-oh. to wait until we Thank got into you, a little CC. bit of a uh, delicious some Bye. World Cup talk. Sports. But you know what, man? Let's go over this now. What is that? This is something that... Uh, Genius marketing idea. This is something that was provided to me by Grasshopper. ChangeBuds.com. You know? As a gift? Yeah, 20% off when you make it clack. Not this. This sold out relatively quick. So this is brought to you by Jeter. We read about them a little early oh, in the year. <laughs> Weren't they being sued? I don't know. Just kidding. I don't, I don't know. know. Nothing about that. <laughs> Chef Claudia Sandoval. <laughs> But this, they gave it to us. They gave it to us. It Basically, it's a highlight of all of uh, some joints around the world. And oddly enough, the joints what? that are around the world. Yeah, How the many joints. of these can get you arrested? No, then? they're not. I don't know. So they have a U.S. one, you know, LA Confidential. Sas. I'm oh, what's up? That's the We game. also have El Mexican one. Boom. Acapulco Gold. We got Ooh. Brazil, Acai Berry. Wait, Damn. how many are in Acapulco there? Acapulco Gold is the one from uh, Reefer Madness. Paris OG from France. I, I was really looking forward to, to smoking this one, but unfortunately, you know, a young man known as the goat was able to do it. England's London pound cake. I'm kind of stoked to fucking try to smoke yeah. that one. But today, in honor of, I think I'm going to tap into this one, Argentina. Oh, the defending Con leche. Now. This one is in honor of El Messi. He gets down, bro. You know, I know, there, I know so there's a lot of hate. You, you still don't give him the goat title. Yeah, I just did. Okay. Yeah, I just did. Well, I mean, a couple weeks ago we talked about it. Wait, so there's only one in there? In each one? Wow. Look at that. Wow. That looks beautiful. It looks dangerous for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if somebody's going to want to smoke this, come and get it. I think I'm going to just rip it real quick and give it away. But hey, right, Justin, slow down. Grasshopper, thank you very Somebody much for coming through. Jeter, thank you very much for providing this World Cup 22 variety pack. This shit is legit, man. I'm going to keep this. And cool. I think I'm just going to keep replenishing it. Oh, emo brown joints yeah. in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Marketing idea. Dude, right, it's so, so cool. Yeah. Like, mm. I, I'm not a smoker, but that looks like something I would totally have in my house. That's awesome. Mm. It's just man. cool, what a you know? Smart idea. Ooh, Plomero, come get this shit, bro. Oh, uh, allegedly. Ooh, allegedly. Plomero. You want to hit this before it goes that way? It tastes good. It's got like a little bit of a uh, sweet. Oh, it smells delicious. Yeah. Like a like a little uh, dulce you, aftertaste. Oh, man. That right? is good. Fuck, I don't want to give it to you, bro. <laughs> Fuck. I think I just fucked up. Oh, shit. <clears throat> mm. Mm. Uh, keep it past, past, oh, puff, puff, okay? pass. No, no, you're oh. going to have to oh, give, it back, huh? to give, give it, back it back to him. Give it back to him. This is awesome. So yeah, when you're done, put that shit back in. I don't want you to finish this. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, brother. Is Enjoy. it like, does that have kefir on there? I think, I think so. so, yeah. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> it's got kefir Sutherland on there. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> nice. So yeah, oh, you know what? We were talking about this. It's a genius idea, man. Brilliant. You, you got to give it to people who are in the fucking cannabis company really, products. Like, they look, know what look the, at they're doing. Packaging. Look at this, man. I'm, I'm, impressed. You. I'm a packaging person because I used to work in advertising. This is fucking genius. This is great advertising. How much things do this retails for? Uh, uh, $300. I don't know. I'm going to say 100 I'm going to say no, 100 Oh, it's yeah. more than that. It's yeah. like five joints. Six joints. Six joints. Six joints. That at least, at least 120 a, yeah, How least. much would you pay for it? Uh, $200. You would pay $200 for this? Yeah. I, I'm not going to throw it's it away. It's a really you know? cool gift. I mean, and, yeah, and the, just wow. the inside of it with like the field the and everything. Craftsmanship. Mm, that's no. insane. That, Are we turning to WGN right now? Jeter, I don't know who spoke. <laughs> I don't know who spilled, spoke illy of you, but... I don't know. I don't have a fucking TV. <laughs> in, in my book, Jeter, you are A-OK. You know what? You know what? You know, before you smoke it, you know, put that shit away. I think that's put a that, Snoop Put that dog. out and put it in there, sir. Fuck, man. Wow. Albert Aguirre. 
Let's talk about our real yeah, estate agent. <laughs> Let's talk about the things. Bien all things people's. real estate brought to you by Albert Aguirre. That's all I got for him right now. I send him messages, no response. I send my grito a message, no response. Oh, so you know, I think we're just going to have to jump right into it. We got powerhouses. We're just going to have to jump right into fun. it. Yeah. Chef Claudia Sandoval, hit me hit. Hit me with a little bit of your uh, algo bueno. Algo bueno. I mean, I have a couple of algo buenos. I just spent the weekend with my friends, my best friends in Lake Arrowhead, which was really, really fun. I just had my tamales masterclass this last Oof. Thursday. How'd it go? Oh, my God. It was so good. We hosted it at the Soap Factory, which is um, a new space venue that's being built out in the com on Commercial Street. And they're going to be they have right next to it. They have these um, prefab kind of have you guys ever seen those um, like the truck box things? What are they called? Oh, the, the containers. Trailers? Yeah, like the, the containers. containers. Thank you. Oh, containers. Like the shipping containers? Yeah, yeah okay. but they've but they've created 30 um, uh, artist studios in there, like for wow. artists to live there. That's pretty there awesome. So that they can transform that whole area into an arts district. Hell yeah. Um, so I definitely have to introduce you to Susana Peredero, who um, is a part of Vanguard, Vanguard Culture. She's going to be hosting a um, huge festival uh, down there in September of 2023. Um, so there's this huge planning going on and... The soap factories uh, kind of reached out, and we're going to see what we can build out in that area as well, because they're going to be building out a kitchen, and so we're thinking some dinner series, yeah. maybe some educational series. So lots of work coming up for me on that on that front. Um, Get so it. Very very excited for Get that. Get your money, girl. Yeah. Get did, that. Did check. you guys see the story about one of the stadiums at Qatar for the World Cup that was actually the the base of it was built from those shipping containers? Yeah. Oh, and I they, did it. Yeah. They were able to quickly deconstruct it and take it elsewhere. Yeah. And wow. Like, yeah. The majority of one of those stadiums that seated almost thirty five thousand people. Yeah. Built out of primarily shipping containers. Wow, what that's a trip, awesome, man! Like the entire stadium was able to be broken down and taken elsewhere. With money comes Super technology. Cool. With technology comes the ability to do whatever the fuck you mm. want, bro. But also, it's a way of recycling them. You, you know, sound like Scarface and RoboCop at the same time. I love it. <laughs> First, you get the money, then you get the technology, <laughs> then we get the power, <laughs> and then we die. <laughs> <laughs> algo bueno, algo bueno. Give it to me now. Oh man, I had the most wonderful getaway. Natasha and I took three days off and went to. Disneyland, you know, I have a child and I take her to Disneyland. It's not the popular theme around here, but <laughs> can never be me. <laughs> You'll never confuse me for taking a fucking infant um, to Disneyland, bro. Fuck this that. time we did it different. You know, normally we go super early in the morning and then we're out by midday, but she wanted to watch the fireworks and we were going up the next day to LA because uh, I took her to see her favorite artist, Billie Eilish. At hey, the was that? Amazing. Yeah. Time out. How, uh, how often do you fucking go to Disneyland, bro? Uh, once a month, at least. At least once a month? Yeah. Well, bro, that passport. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I was gonna man. say that's not too bad. Once a it's, month. It's ninety. The way you talk about it, it's just like you go every month. fucking week, man. No, not that much. Right. It's because he's only here every three weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that means like once a month, yeah. you know. Yeah. Chef came fucking fire. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could afford me more, but you can't. So <laughs> she's mean when she's. I'm supposed to pay you, bitch. <laughs> what the fuck, you weenie. You guys are getting paid. Uh, you guys are getting paid. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there was. Oh, wow. Ah, What's up, yeah, Bobby? <laughs> Maybe you um, notice. I don't know. A little tribal but, action. But the most wonderful experience, dude, like living through her and watching how she interacted with the concert, how crazy she was going, how much she was singing along. That was such a fucking rad experience. And it was cool to see her perform. She puts on a fucking show, and it's hard to believe she's 20 years old yeah. and she is just doing this outlandish crazy worldwide shit um, highlight for me was that she brought out Dave Grohl as her uh, special guest and they did an acoustic cover of My Hero and that was really cool because they were exchanging stories cool. about Taylor Hawkins who had just passed away and Aww. paying homage to him so it, it was it was a dope experience man and it was just cool like that's the shit I live for is living 
to provide my kid lifetime memories that I know. We, we get it, bro. Yeah. We get it. We Did Natasha know who <laughs> Dave Grohl was, or she was like... Yeah. Oh, you know what she said? Jesus! No, she went, isn't that the guy from Nirvana? Oof. That was nice! Ooh. <laughs> Bro, hey, I'll take it, man. I was like, ah, uh, yeah, maybe. He maybe. is a guy from Nirvana. Let's, let's talk about this later. And, uh, it, it was it was a rad few days, man. It was cool to travel with her and have dope conversations on the road, man. Like as big as that kid is getting, it it's also inspiring to me that you know we can talk like adults now. We can have these conversations, and it breaks my heart to know she's growing up, but. I know she's growing up right. So and that's a good thing, though. Yeah. Wifey's always like, oh, aren't you sad that these kids are just getting bigger? It's like, no, I'd be sad if they weren't. Well, I'd be sad fair. if they just, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything just came to a cease. I was like, yeah. this is, this. we should uh, celebrate every new day with them, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I love it. I mean, my, my oldest, I can have that relationship with right now. Like, we'll sit down. He's like, Dad, I just want to sit next to you. I want to talk to you. Like, let's, let's go for it. We'll watch him. He's like, what do you think of that? I'm like, oh, fuck. You, yeah. you want to get into it? Yeah. I was like, all right. My middle one is like, daddy, buy me V-Bucks. <laughs> daddy, 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 yeah. I want I, this. I heard, I heard that V-Bucks? Uh, uh, V-Bucks are a currency, a form of currency used to purchase shit on PlayStation Network. Uh, the original uh, NFT. Yeah, the original one, <laughs> bro. <laughs> hey, I'm Barry just Baron. This the is your crypto Bitcoin. update of the week. Update of the week. <laughs> crypto Corner with BJ Crypto Corner. <laughs> Yes, oh sign. man! Yeah. And then the little one, bro. The little one's just—he's just a happy little fucking guy, bro. Ollie, he's just a, Ollie's dude, oh man! But it, it was—it was just weird because she was like, "What's your favorite song?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's like, well, "What's your favorite song?" I like this one, and I'll tell you why because of the lyrics. And I'm like, "What the hell?" Like, and that's cool to me that she's that in touch with that shit. Yeah, that's I like awesome. seeing the positive daddy. Top notch guy, and then getting to hang out with you on fucking Saturday <laughs> and seeing the complete opposite. Like, just by that, I would think that this motherfucker is incapable of, of having that inside of him. But here you are. Here you are changing minds. Life is about balance. Because look at that fucker. Where's that guy? <laughs> oh, man. So, right there, we were, uh, I'll bring it a little algo bueno then. My algo bueno was, you know, I get to hang out with you weenies this weekend. Yeah. And that, that was, that's rare and random. And, it really is. And, uh, and unplanned. You know, my parents have this weird uh, Anglo tradition, and we're paisas. They, they have a cookie party, bro. A fucking cookie party. You guys familiar with what a cookie party is? Well, let me tell you, it's a party where you bring cookies. And then this party, it's every every uh, holiday season, so it's usually like the week the week before Christmas, and people will cruise in. Three and, people, uh, two brain cells. That's the name of that picture. And, and it's La crazy because everybody will bring in a dozen cookies, you know, a dozen yeah. cookies, and there's like 15 to 20 people that participate, yeah. and everybody brings cookies. That's the lame shit going inside. <laughs> you know, this is this is all going inside, you know, kids spilling coffee on them, burning themselves. Oh, man. That was nuts. Did that happen? That what? fucking happened. Uh, White kids are terrorists, bro. Oh, he wasn't I was there outside. Yet. Yeah, he wasn't there yet. White kids are terrorists, so you better keep an eye on half of your kid. Half of your kid. We celebrate this cookie party at a special place in the South Bay known as the Christmas Circle. The hmm. Christmas Circle has been long in existence. I want to say over 50 fucking years. Your dad's at, at 60. 60? All right, 60. my dad is senile and he can barely hear, bro. <laughs> Yeah, uh oh, we're gonna get into <laughs> my Yahweh of the week. <laughs> no, but this is awesome. The Christmas circle they have an event where uh, I would say like ninety percent of the houses who live in that little community, the little circle, yeah. they all participate. They they set up their properties, they decorate them. We know a few people that actually live on the block. We hung out with Willie Ruiz, bro. Your insurance. Yeah, Chula Vista's very own. And we got, he gave us fucking Trulies. Well, he gave us, he gave us Topo Chico. Topo Chico's, and yeah. And he gave Dan a white claw. And I, felt I was like, fool, like, you ain't got no tequila or nothing? He's like, no, dog, I don't have it. I have Trulies. I was like, whatever. So yeah, we get to hang out. It's very community Did you drink it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they drank it. We, we didn't did drink it. We destroyed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a pineapple flavor, Shotgun. bro. It's got yeah. so good. Hey, exotic 
Casa strikes me as a pineapple topo chico salsa drinking motherfucker. Hell yeah. No? Pass. Hi, whatever. Don't he's mind. mango. <laughs> he enjoys the finer things in life. Yeah, he's a we get to hang out with the community. We get to have a good time. Everybody's over there just drinking. Every, every front yard that you visit, they're having like a little fucking kickback. Pardon my late 90s, early 2000s well, reference. There was, there was a Christmas but carolers. Yes. There was a band. Yes. There, there, there was everything. There's low riders going up around the yeah. circle. And then there's us. In the front <laughs> Then there's us in three the front Three punk shit everywhere Dude Whoa. I posted up I brought a three punk canopy I brought three yes. punk uh, A little fucking uh, A keg rather And shout oh out to gosh. the Wet weather report Wet weather report was there bro Irish coffees Oh That's what got goodness. me what, oh, <laughs> what got me was the Irish coffee The Irish coffee that was, like was next that looked like lever dude That oh. was next level Cause I, he made them we drank them, and that shit just and kept going. You drank one of those whole carafes on yeah, your own. Yeah, I, I was like, that's what heroes do. I was like, the <laughs> is like, hey, I think I'm, I think I'm drunk. She's like, well, yeah, <laughs> you've been drinking that coffee all night. So yeah, it's, it's just it's communal. I got to hang out with these animals, chef. Like they came over, we had weed. It was just a bunch of homies. Doctor, the beer doctor showed up. Mm-hmm. Other people from the block in the hood Bro, showed you, up. Your dad had the longest line for mm. la silla where people were taking pictures, and he had that little animatronic Santa. Like my dad is the Mexican had- Tim the Toolman Taylor. Yes. My dad is the Mexican Bob Vila. You give if you give this motherfucker like if you give him uh, like six pellets, that motherfucker will turn it into Noah's Ark before you come home, fool. He 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 has a talent, man. I wish he bequeathed some of them talents on me. Thanks, Dad. Oh shit. <laughs> no, We're but get into that. he built this killer fucking chair. I don't know if you can. I don't know if I have the chair. If you go on my Instagram, I, it's I, on I, I it. But th- he built a fucking chair because they went to one of the local malls and they're like, my mom said, oh yeah, he saw it and he was taking pictures of it. He's like, I'm going to build that. This Bro. motherfucker came home and built a humongous and that, ass chair. And that fit you, uh-huh. the beer doctor, uh-huh. Swanzo, mm-hmm. me, and Dan. No, you guys look like, like that, a bunch that, of like little rascals. That shit is load-bearing. <laughs> there was, like six, there was like six people on there, bro, and it held us, and it was nice and red. It looked like one of those like Pee-wee, Pee-wee's Playhouse type of fucking <laughs> furniture. It's just all huge, and it just dwarfs everything else around it. But yeah, man, it was awesome. There was a you know? lot. Yeah, man. It, it was a excited. very good time. Cool. And they have it usually from like the second weekend in December through like uh, New Year's. Yeah. You know, and you can go out there. And what's the point? You go out there, either walk, park, walk around the whole circle, or you just drive around. Yeah. 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 There's fucking food vendors. They're oh, selling, man. dude, they're selling bacon wrap hot dogs this in the guy, corner. This guy hustled Fuck the kid yeah, to go get bro. <laughs> I was lazy. I was smoking a lot of fucking weed man I, yeah believe it it was a, I, we smoked so much weed bro. how much weed did we so smoke so much weed that we started smoking weed inside of a fucking sleigh that my dad fucking built yeah he was so disappointed too he's like it's like the the Mexican American oh, that's not what I made that sleigh dude my dad cruised by and he's like mijo it makes me sad that you smoke in front of me. I said, well, turn around, motherfucker, because I ain't going to stop. And he was trying to give me a lecture. And, and then I he takes bad. a joint out of your hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, he didn't. He saw it. That would be my dad. Man. My dad would be that guy. Like, I don't like the fact that you do this. Nah, he, let me, he let was, me take some. Yeah, he I'm was like, less than thrilled that you decided to pull that out in the garage. Why? Well, well I, I'm 40 fucking three, bro. Yeah, but there was kids. Yeah. There oh, no, no. Kids. All of a sudden, take it easy, Pastor Caesar. <laughs> fucking, fucking, fucking my clean cut <laughs> fellow. Hey, wait. Somebody, man. Hey, wait. Tienes pinche weed. Okay, man. I was like, oh, look, at, look at me, fool. My dad built that, man. Yeah. What the fuck? Look, I look like and a weenie. <laughs> he looks like a child. Dude, yeah, those are like my... the ones that like you see like in Little Italy yeah. and all of these places. I have the face of like, can I get you know, down now? Awesome. Can it's I like fucking right get down? The entrance, <laughs> the so it part? sets the tone. Wow. Like, hey, welcome. There are lines. I go lines, every year. Dude. A line down the block. There yeah. are lines. Oh, yeah. oh, look at my little yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. Hey, you better use up on where you go on that fucking Instagram. You're going to find something you don't want to see. 
way to take it down a notch. But yeah. But Christmas Circle is like, it's like a Christmas like tradition. You it go, really is. You go get your champurrado mm-hmm. so, because you know you're going to be in your car waiting. Mm-hmm. You know it's kind of cold or you just walk it if it's too long of a line. Don't drive. Be. That's fucking lame, bro. But the, the now drive were driving it, uh-huh. it, they had their lights off. The kids oh, were yes, jumping through the sun. Yes, but it's yes, such a yes, short yeah. experience. It turns like a 15 minute no, experience you just go in into circles. like a, well, I guess, but then you got to go back on. It's other pale, bro. There's, no, you literally the, yeah, go in circles. The traffic is bananas there. dude, like the people had the cones blocking off one lane and making sure that nobody was turning from the other neighborhood. It was fucking nuts. No, the people who live there aren't allowed to park on the street. Like, yeah. I'd be so pissed every year. Like, come on. Well, there's always like one house that doesn't decorate. That's weird. Yeah. We, we, yeah. We're I, there's that. always like a couple. I think there's like two or three houses. And I'm not going to call like, them oh. out, but I know who they live next to. And we walk by Shh. and my, they were not our kids. It was for Halloween because they do the same shit for Halloween. Okay. That circle is you just like a, holi- no, like a holiday. <laughs> like you go and they decorate the outside of their houses. To like fucking Tim Burton style shit, and every, like a lot of the houses participate. It's awesome. Oh, cool. So my my kids were part of this group, and they were trick or treating, and they go into this house that's dark, and I was like, ooh. As I, right when I was gonna say, hey, maybe don't go in that one. Like the guy comes from around the, hey, get off my yard. Where we're not part, we're not doing trick or treat this year. And I was like, oh, oh man, shit. come on, BJ, I talk think, to your uncle. Yeah. Dog. Oh, did you think I have a? Did the accent give it away? Fuck that. Yeah. So yeah, there's always that one family there's that doesn't want to play. But it's awesome. Aside from that, dog. Aside mm. from that, do you have a fucking algo bueno this week or no? I have an algo bueno every week. Okay. Oh, oh my god. Barry Chesbera, the crypto corner. No. Nah, <laughs> Sorry to get cheesy with this one, but it's true because fucking the last couple weekends have been real rough. But like Fernanda's handling the holidays and everything that we got to go through like a fucking boss. Because, you know, I'm not the easiest one to plan with. You guys know. But <laughs> you know, I don't even like think we ever in, in, include you in anything that requires <laughs> any fucking planning, so, bro. We got a trip coming up this week to go to Michigan, you know, and uh, I'm sure On I should purpose? be getting packed and stuff already. Yeah, we're going to go see my parents. But do they live on the eight mile? The north of the eight mile, like, they live on like the negative 11 degrees mile now. Oh, no. It's going to be so bad. But uh, she's just handling all that shit. And on top of that, like, yesterday she made like this fucking bomb ass Christmas dinner for like us and her mom. Like, Dude, she's crushing it. So, hey, like, full, hey, what did you do, fucker? I didn't do shit. Did you this do? Is, you did she something. Did this shit. This one did something wrong. By the <laughs> way, Fernanda, I personally love your hair. That might not be the uh, consensus You're about two around weeks late, my dude. Christmas. Sir. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Why? What did you I do? Oh, my God. I enjoy hanging out with the What Jisbaras. did you say about her no, hair? Did you like? Oh, nothing. So she made some bomb-ass cookies. I was yeah. trying to bring them oh, in be like, yeah. let's get them fucking oh, ready. Oh, shit. Remember should those I, cookies? Should I send them the video? I made Steve a cookie. Go ahead. Yeah. It was delicious, wasn't it? It had the, ex- the, the genitals on the exterior of the cookie. Wow. Yeah, so... It was, would you expect anything less? <laughs> it was fun. And it was what do you say? Just put it in your mouth? I, I started there first because I'm a gentleman. <laughs> he is. But it was Even a good a time. It was a fucking good time, bro. Anything we do at the Christmas circle and everything we did together, it was, it was cool. It was, it was very family-oriented. It was very community. You know, like I nice. said, people were vending it. I'm going to fucking go again. I think on, um, on Christmas Eve. So I might post up. So if you guys are in the neighborhood, if you're in South Chula Vista, oh. West... Uh-oh. On West Chulavista, find, find yourself uh, uh, on the corner of what? What is the corner? Whatever the beginning of Christmas Circle is. Third and F. Yeah, because no, what the <laughs> fuck? It's second and it's second uh, and Whitney, Whitney Whitney and Mankato. And it's right there on Whitney second. My parents have the house like right at the entrance. It'll be the one with the subtle red 25-foot foot ch- fucking chair in the front. <laughs> It'll be very subtle. So if you guys want to cruise by, I might be slanging some beers. If you don't see the tent there, fucking don't even stop. Just keep it moving, bro. <laughs> I don't want my parents calling me. Hey, your parents are the ultimate <laughs> hosts, though. Bro, your mom like, and your dad, they're so sweet. Yeah. They really are, man. Hanging out with your parents was really cool. It was a, it was a fun treat. It's one of those things where I didn't see 
hanging out with them like as a youngster being fun. But now as we're older, like we we go on vacation together. We we go we have dinner. We all hang out, bro. Your mom you know? keeps it real, real. <laughs> oh, my mom's fucking hood, bro. Oh everybody everybody assumes that I get my shit talking and and my prickish uh, approach to things uh, from my dad. You know, because yeah. he's very quiet. You know, he's just mm, in the corner, just kind of like flushing teeth if he's happy, if he's sad, <laughs> if he's angry. My mom, bro. I learned all my shit talking from my mom because my mom knows how to break people down without even like being a jerk. Uh-huh. You know. I'm, and I'm really good at that too. Like I can tell you something and be like, "Yo, this motherfucker just shit all over me." And I'll be like, "Yes, I did." <laughs> my mom basically is an asshole, but I love hanging out with all of them, bro. It's one of those things where I, the older I got, I enjoy it. And now that we have kids and they get an opportunity, my kids are lucky, man. My kids have both of their grandparents still together, available, man. You know, my my wifey's side, los suegros, and on my side, you know, we're still together. We're still together raising these kids. And I tell them, I say, "Hey, man." Not everybody around you, not everybody in your family has this opportunity. So we're very, you know, we're very, we're very family kind of people. So if you're there next week and you see me out there, cruise by, I'll pour you some beers. I might even well, talk. I know Willie's doing the mariachi band. Mariachi, that's on Friday. Saturday or Friday? Friday, Friday. Cool. Night. Yeah, I might, yeah. Oh, maybe I'll just post up Friday. Yeah. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm taking Natasha, my mom. Yeah? What yeah. day? Friday. All right, I'll get them hey, all. Will, Willie's a <laughs> I'm going to get them drink, all. Dog. Oh, that's I'm what you think, fool. She's about to, yeah. When the city of Chula Vista gave us our own day on what? Natasha microdoses, though. On August 9th. August 9th. She was drinking, bro. Your mama was there. I met her for the first time. She's like, she's like, take a little fucking little bottle of bucanitas out of her fucking lapel. <laughs> and she was like, mijo, mijo, quieres? I was like, no, no, señora. You know, you know what the funny thing is? She'll fuck with a michelada. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's well, it. All right, I'll bring a michelada, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a little something chale of the week, chef. What do we got? Well, my friend's kid just got ran over the other day. He literally was uh, walking to school on that. You guys remember last Monday? It was like super rainy. I do. Um, Anyway, so uh, he was walking to school and on his walk to school, somebody was exiting um, the Hamashoff exit uh, off the freeway. Okay, 54. And just totally swiped him, knocked him over, knocked him unconscious. No manches. And left. How old is so this little kid? Run. Uh, he's uh, 11 years old. Pobrecito. Um, so anyway, he poor little guy like called his mom and he was like, can I just go back to school? Like not realizing. Anyway, he had a pretty severe concussion, had to go get Jesus. all these things um, going on. And we still don't have any information. But, you know, I think with the holidays and I get it, like there's weather and there's all these things going on. I just my my kind of reminder to everybody is just to slow down. Um, you know, we... We obviously consider the fact that this could have gone a completely different direction and he could possibly not be alive right now. And so we're all counting our blessings. Um, But uh, in case you guys didn't know, uh, a bicyclist was just killed in Valley Center by a hit and run. Pay Uh, attention, Plomero, man. This is right up your community, dog. Yeah. So um, anyway, uh, the authorities said on Sunday that they were asking the public to help find the driver um, involved in a hit and run crash that killed a 71-year-old bicyclist in Valley Center on Saturday. Um, So... Guys, just a friendly reminder. You're going to be out on the streets. I get it. It's a stressful time. You, you're running late. Like, it's getting darker. All of these things. But all the more reason to slow down and realize Justin. that that could be somebody's kid. That could be somebody's family member. And imagine having to lose somebody during the holidays. That, there's, like, no worse thing. That, yeah. Forever. Etching, For, exactly. Yeah, forever. Like, uh, you, you'll forever ruin somebody's holiday. And it's not even about that. It's These are people. Just slow down. Uh, well, I brought up Plomero. He's one of the homies. He uh, part of the crew, and they have their own bike Roots gang. Riders. They got their own bike gang. Oh, cool. I didn't yeah. know these things existed until like a until COVID hit, bro. Until the lockdown happened, I got all hyped. I bought a fucking bike, better a little BMX. What do I got? I got a G. 
I got a GT, G unit. Yeah. bro. G unit. G T. So worldwide, it's a nice little blue. I just, I, I just. <laughs> you ain't know about that. <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're like the Paisa version of Sons of Anarchy. Oh down my here, god. Right? <laughs> so these motherfuckers, they traveling. Fucking gangs, bro. What's a group of uh, cyclists? Gaggle. Let's call them gaggle. A gaggle, gaggle. A gaggle of cyclists, bro. There's a gaggle of cyclists, bro. Just going down. For, this motherfucker does it like every day. But no, he, they go he downtown. Even ride the bike. He like mm. stands on that. Oh yeah, motherfucker. He's like Teen Wolf on the on the top of a van. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, is it way she But no, man. In all seriousness, you know they travel in large groups. Yeah, and. As a motorist, you gotta pay attention. Like, yeah. how are you not see like fifty to hundred motherfuckers on a bike and hit one and leave is ridiculous. You know, so that old man, older gentleman, fucking that sucks. Oh, look at that! Video. This homie What's right up? here. Oh, oh, oh wait, shit. What's, oh, up? What's, up? What's up? Oh, not him. No, that was a nerd. Uh, What's up? You guys did dog? a really good hiding oh, my the tandem bike. Ooh, look at them <laughs> members. Oh shit, there's that. Brendan in where. Are you even here, Plumero? Oh, there you are. You're behind oh, me. Yeah. Look, there. Look, there. Look, look, there. look at him. Look at him. Oh, Lord. Do you fucking surf on this video or no? No, verdad? So, yeah, man. They hit one of your homies in your crew, and he just dipped. Oh, man. If you get an opportunity, go to Emo Brown later. We're going to share that video. If you have an opportunity, share any video you need for your friend's son so we can put we'll it out you. there. Because yeah, right now, it's, like, it's the fucking holidays. This is never so cool. This is never cool any time of the year. But I feel like if it includes a child, it involves a child, yeah. and it's a fucking holiday season, it's totally. like... Amplify your level of attention. Yeah, you can still be on your phone, you know, texting what. No, I'm just playing. Because <laughs> do that, that goes against it. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do any of that when you're driving. It's a way is and if you fuck dangerous. Up, stop. Like, yeah, I mean, if you hit somebody, like the minimum you should be doing is stopping and making sure that they get seen. By the way, that's why you pay for car insurance. Go ahead. Literally, that's why you pay for car insurance. And if something happens, I mean, what if he was pelo? You know, that's like, what all goes you have through to my man. Five hundred dollars. These like, motherfuckers the, aren't stopping because they're on a sick one and they don't want you know. But it's like. If you're going to hit, don't run. Exactly. If you're hit, <laughs> As a skater back in the day, I got hit by a bunch of cars. Only yes, like man. really bad two times, but nobody ever stopped. Nobody well, yeah. ever stopped. Blows my mind. I'm like, how would you not stop and be like, hey, there's somebody in the street. Well, and, and the message also is not just... Just, you know, not just stopping, but slowing down. And I say this as my dad literally, a lot of people don't know this. My dad works in traffic control. So you guys oh. see when they like close these streets. Yes. Just the other day, my dad got sideswiped by somebody because Shit. they're just not fucking, people are not slowing down. If you're, by the way, if you guys didn't know, if you are on the freeway and you see that there are people working on the side of the road or there's somebody pulled over by a police officer, if you can safely, you're supposed to move into the other lane. Mm -hmm. People are not respecting that. And it's like, like my dad, like I, I could literally lose my dad because somebody wasn't fucking paying attention that, or was, was on their phone. Personally, I've had it. That was personally, my first, I've had it. That was my first <laughs> job in traffic control. That shit's scary. It's, it's scary. Like, yeah, like it's scary. In the middle of the night. I, yeah, and my like yeah, oh, my dad like does the exact same thing. Yeah. Like shuts shuts down freeways so that they can throw power lines over the freeways and all that kind of stuff. So guys, like I'm just saying it. Listen to it. Slow down. It doesn't. It like it doesn't. It, it'll be so much better for all of us. There it is, man. Give me a little Charlie moment of the week right there, Cesar. Uh, man, uh, our friends at Voice of San Diego have Oof. put out a few articles recently about the craziness and the escalation of the homeless situation in San Diego, and yeah. it's getting out of control, man. I think they're estimating there's like 1,800 people just in that downtown area alone. That's and a lot of people, bro. Bro, and... and I got to see a lot of that firsthand. Um, Jay Clip over here, he was uh, he was able to procure some some like I guess they were like you know 
heroin. Get well. Oh, perdón. Wow. Vamos a ver. <laughs> <laughs> these, little, uh, these little kids that for people, quickly. you know, that you, you handing out to the less fortunate. And he had 50 of them, dog. We parked on 17th and Island uh, just down the street from Tribal. And within five minutes, dog, his truck was surrounded. Yeah. And people were, like, trying to dig through the back. What else you got back there? And it's like, fuck, man. It was, it was disheartening to see just how bad it's gotten down there man and like you know people were asking what do you have for kids what else what else are you bringing what else you know and, and it's yeah it was nuts to see it firsthand and it's just it's scary to see it right now while it's getting so cold and i'm fucking so thankful for the social club and the people that have donated all these blankets we're gonna make good use of them but it's just terrifying how out of hand it's getting it and especially right now during the winter season yeah, we are. We're going to do something real special with them. We're going to turn the big quilt board and put it on that big old chair in front of my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's that shit staying with us, bro. Thank you all. Donate them blankets. They stay with me. make a lovely quilt. No cierto, chef. You can take them with you. It's so sad. It's so sad. It's just, yeah, it's out of control, and it, and it sucks to see it firsthand right in our backyard right here. That's and, here, man. Here, right off of 3rd Avenue, that park. Uh, I mean... <laughs> They've moved a lot of the homeless people from that park. I don't come, know how. Some of them way. have come back. And you know what? I didn't know. I didn't know that the CVPD has like a whole task force. Yes. I, and, and I think they team up with uh, local uh, firefighters and they go and they, and they check on people. You know, they're there and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, I'm, you know, I didn't know that existed. I'm yeah. very ignorant to the situation, but mm -hmm. I was like, that's fucking awesome. And they're yeah. going there providing, you know, essential items, whatever it is, you know, and they go around checking temperatures, giving pills, you know, in some cases giving shots. Yeah. You know, I was like, wow, man, what a crazy scene. Yeah. I mean, and there's um, there's also the regional task force on the homelessness by the county of San Diego who goes out and assists local um, police departments. Um, but usually what they're trying to do is create a safety net to have them, for example, get some services, get some SNAP benefits. Um, if they need housing, if they have children, um, they usually will get them vouchers so that they could stay at hotels. Mm -hmm. um, so those are a lot of those things. Um are provided through, um, you know, community-based organizations like South Bay Community Services, the YMCA, and all of those. Um, so if you are in a position like that, um, you know, or you know somebody that is that could maybe just need some help to get back on their feet, because I think that a lot of it, too, is underhoused, right? There's a lot of students, even at my daughter's school, who we were, as we were leaving, we could see that, like, their whole van was loaded up with all their stuff because they're living out of their car. Um, and so I think, like, if you know of anybody that's struggling like that, Sometimes, you know, they're they're already under house. They're already they shouldn't be sleeping in a car. Yeah. But if they have children, especially there's so many programs that the county of San Diego offers that um, I understand there's stigmas around that and all of that. Um, but even if, um, you know, even if you are undocumented, you can absolutely get services without it being reported to um, Stella looking at you. Go go on over to, to voice of San Diego dot com. Yeah. com. They have they, dot org. They, uh, org they have. Ample information and yeah, articles yeah. that they've written in the last six months. Actually, even further back for the pandemic, uh, mm -hmm, I was reading mm -hmm. one specifically about a family who lost their job yeah. during the pandemic, had to move subsequently all their savings into purchasing an RV. Yep. And then the RV was no longer allowed to park in certain areas for yeah. a certain amount of time. And, they, and they started towing parking, it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's bananas. Le Lisa Haverfeld does a wonderful job covering that epidemic. And I, I, they've got a great squad, man. I was able to in, uh, attend one of their member coffees recently. And it's, God, man, it's it's... 
it's exciting to see people come together, but then when people start reporting on like the shit that's happening, it's like, wow. Yeah, why are you trying to terrible. impress me today, bro? Why you're, you're, you're over here just like saying all the good shit you do, bro. It's <laughs> like, you know what, man? All I did is I you signed up what? for something. I didn't do anything like, good. Oh, sometimes, bro, I just do a lot of good shit. There bro. it is. Yeah. yeah, but that's it right there. Voiceofsandiego.org. Go on there. There's links on how you can help. Sign up for their morning report, their newsletter, because mm. that that thing, <laughs> if I could say so myself, it dumbs it down for me. You yeah. know, it, it it takes the news written as it is, and then it retells the stories to you in a way that's very easy to wrap your head around, and then it provides links on where you can go to help, what you can do. Yeah. Bottom line, there Scott Lewis and his squad over there, they're killing it. Killers. Andrea, killing it. All of them. Keats, Ash. killing it. Yeah, killing it. Keats is awesome, man. All of them are killing it. We're big fans of them, man. I, I wanted him to come back in because I was going to tie this in, but... Justin and the YMCA won that award for their solidarity. Isn't that crazy, bro? Yeah, he texts us right before it was happening. He's like, as he was on the Zoom call, he's, he's like, hey, guys, get ready to celebrate. I'm about to win some shit. Yeah, and he's man. like, well, actually, they haven't voted yet. They're about to do it right now. Yeah. So recognized for excellence in community engagement. So That's awesome. shout yeah. out to David. Justin, David Baker. Yeah, the Justin YMCA Lipford. squad, man. Like, that's incredible, man. Like you said, we roll with killers, dog. We yeah. roll the fucking squad, and it's awesome to see somebody in our group. And Profit. Like and that. Don't forget Profit. I think he's um, been to the warehouse once. Professor. <laughs> professor hey, X. Profit, bro. <laughs> Chale moment of the week for you, sir. I always feel like such an idiot when I bring my Chales and my Yahweh's and shit because you guys are like spitting real news. I forgot I'm he was like, here. This is what happened to me this week. Fucking, uh, you ever think? I know you guys are like, probably not as bad as me, but like, you ever think like you got addicted to weed? Like, what? No. <laughs> Obviously, we know you're addicted. <laughs> but like, if you think like, yeah, the, this weekend, just kidding. <laughs> in the clinical term, they're like, if you use this shit every day, like with alcohol, they're like, you're an alcoholic. Like, okay. Do you use weed every day? Are you addicted? Where are you going with this? Do you, is this going to be a nice little intervention for, for all of us in here? For <laughs> all of us. Yeah. Right. No, Literally the entire no, We got sponsorships to keep, motherfucker. We're doubling. <laughs> has has like your tolerance gone Toker down? Tuesday. I mean, up or. When whatever? I got sick, yeah. <laughs> I didn't smoke or anything <laughs> for like two weeks and I thought I was like man that's the longest break I've ever taken like with with booze you guys yeah. see me I take like dry months all the time but I'm like with weed like I don't even think about it I'm just yeah. like fuck it let's just keep going but like interesting. Th- these are the kind of things I think about late at night I'm like fuck should I like slow this shit down like Where you, you guys know me you pretty well, like, well let me, I'm gonna if, bring this to the table if you're, if you're asking me yes yeah, slow, I have a problem. slow down slow down not only <laughs> yeah. do you have a problem it's an issue <laughs> Oh, guys, this is an intervention. Guys, yeah. everyone gather. You're probably I got into the you here today. <laughs> no, well, I mean, honestly, I feel like Old legitimately, times. like, oh, yes, you're okay, bro. You're, you're fucking fine. Bro. You're fine. All right. I've seen you be a dad. You know, I've seen you be a, a fucking husband. I've seen you work. You've seen me be a musician. All high. <laughs> you know that you're high, and every time that I see you do this, and you're pulling it off like a stud. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but how do you know it's a problem? I don't. I, don't I wouldn't say it's a problem, but I was just like, yeah, I was just thinking about it because I saw like this stupid fucking Vice article where like weed's not addictive. I'm like, reading is bad for you. That reading, you know, reading yeah, is bad. What's the longest you've, you've gone without smoking weed? Sixteen years, and then once okay. you found it, <laughs> sixteen minutes. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. I never no, smoked like, I, when I don't. When I get sick, I don't smoke. Like, and I've taken time off, like back in the day, but like. It might be time for some more time off. Good, man. Mm-hmm. Give me all your weed. Leave that shit that you brought. Leave it all here. Uh, I'm going to get to the end of it, and then I'll take some time off. <laughs> <laughs> Look it. I've, and I've said That's this before. I, I was never like a pothead fool. Like, I, I I never smoked. I had I was the asshole that'd be like, hey, why are you guys smoking? You don't need that shit, bro. That's You're lame. Like, don't do it. Not even that. I didn't say that. It was like, That's well, lame. the crime dogs. They like, take a bite of <laughs> 
Then I met my wife. <laughs> and, I, and that's all she did. And I remember like our first date, I was like, yo, if you're going to smoke, I can't be, I, this isn't going to work. Dude, douchebag moment right there. Jesus. Yeah, I was like 20 and shit, bro. You know, never smoke, drinking, do can, my thing. Can I take you to dare class? And then when we were married, you know, and, and I was 26 and I think she was like 24, 23. We started smoking every day. Every fucking day. I said, you know what? What's the... It's a fucking stigma here. Let me smoke. We don't have kids. We're both, you know, we're, we're thriving. We're doing our thing for like either she was, she had her business and I was working in finance and banking. It's like, we're checking all the boxes. We're right. doing everything to be, you know, up stand up citizens of our community, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, law abiding citizens, it like we're, we're, every day, every day. And then she got pregnant. And then we, we stopped completely, you know, because I yeah. was like, that was a, for me, that was the biggest trip having a kid and then smoking. Cause it's like, Oh fuck, what do I do if, what do I do if there's an emergency? I'm gonna be fucked, you know. So yeah, I, like, I completely I stopped. Emergency room high. So I, I, I stopped, yeah. you know. And then, I, but then I slowly came back. Like, well, let me see. If there's an emergency, I just have one toke. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of emergency are we talking about here? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and then I just started up again. But wifey, man, I think she's only smoked like three times in the last yeah. eleven years, twelve years. And for her, because she used to smoke a lot more. So I mean. If you have fun with it and it's not altering your lifestyle in the negative. And I still have rules about it. Like, I obviously don't, like, fucking smoke with Pete anywhere near me. I'm almost like, Coward. whatever, you know, mm. like, but. Via Zoom? How do you guys smoke together? Via Zoom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you guys hey, get in high? Hey. <laughs> you guys don't shit. Because no. I've, seen, I've seen little Pete fucking roll blunts with one hand, bro. While fucking <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, fool. Oh, man. Where'd you learn that? <laughs> Probably from this guy. He's like Fernando. <laughs> yeah. Now, Fernanda doesn't even smoke. That's why I'm like, I think about it more. I'm we like, almost got her know. to smoke on Saturday. <laughs> we almost did. Yeah. No? Yeah, no bad, she right. she does. She has, but like, she doesn't, you know? Yahweh's. Yahweh's, Yahweh's. Sheffy. Sheffy Dahmer. I gotta go first every time. Yeah, ladies uh, first. <laughs> so, Panera. Um, Panera. Apparently. So, I'm, I, as you guys know, I'm like a really big caffeine person. I love my coffee in the morning. Um, I, and I love all things caffeine. Uh, but Panera, a Panera customer just went viral after realizing that her lemonade contained more caffeine than four espressos. I'm in. How did, <laughs> I'm in. Wait, how did she figure that out? Well, she finally looked it up. TikToker Sarah Baus, um, at Sarah Baus, has gone viral after sharing her explainer on, on Panera's mango yuzu citrus charged lemonade is what they're called. Fuck. Now, First, why drink something that ridiculous name? Because it's Christ. delicious. Is Have it? you ever had it? No, no. It's so good. No. Um, My, but imagine me on fucking caffeine, bro. It's more than two words. <laughs> I don't drink it. Miss Doug, you'll never. You have to put me on a leash, fool. <laughs> well, anyway, she went on to TikTok to explain that this like favorite lemonade of hers has over two hundred and sixty milligrams of caffeine, which That's is a lot. insane. Is that a lot? Uh, yes. Yeah. So let me give you an ex example. Yeet. An espresso has sixty-three milligrams of caffeine. One espresso shot. All right, all right, all right. That's, so, so, in, so That's one, an ample amount of so caffeine. One, My edibles so one, are usually 100 milligrams. Yeah, one grande latte. There she is. Look, one grande latte has two shots of she caffeine. She looks cracked out. She's like, yeah. let me tell you about this coffee. A venti or something like that at a normal coffee shop will have three shots. This has over four shots of, yeah. of caffeine. So she's like, she's like, I thought like I was like just having lemonade. I didn't realize it had that much caffeine. Um, and it's funny because she starts off by kind of saying, Let's just push aside the fact that it has 82 grams of sugar on top of the caffeine. Fuck, bro, look at her. Look at her. 
She's looking at her like, yo, this shit is lit. If I could order two at a time, motherfucker, I would. I was like, I drink one of these and I run to oh work. Oh my God. And yeah, I usually go on the express lane because I can't stand when these slow drivers. <laughs> oh my man. Uh, but what yeah. is he like? Give her some water, fool. Seriously. But 80 like, grams of sugar, though. Like, you think about how much in the cup that would be dude, of just sugar. Oof. And that's why it's my Yahweh. It's like, you know, for example, the other day I, I looked at my, like, you know, what, I'm not even going to say which one, but my favorite cup of coffee. And then Starbucks. I, like, saw... I saw how much sugar it had, plus the caffeine. I was like, dude, what the, you know, like it was insane. So now I've just reverted back to what I always drink, which is my Americano, which is watered (laughs) down espresso, watered down espresso with my Splenda. Cause I'm like, dude, it's crazy. Like one of these is like 700 calories. You that's go someplace. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot. A coffee. I try to eat less than 1,400 calories a day. Imagine. No. That would be like half of your calories no, for the day. Oh, loco. So yeah. So oh. anyway, but that's yes, why I'm working way. out. <laughs> he must work out. Do you need a Do you need a pick me up? Do you need a quick kickstart to start the day? Follow me for more caffeine tips. Carol's caffeine corner. Anyway, Sarah Bells, thank you for sharing that information. It's a Yahweh moment for. All of us. This shit is the bee's knees. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Um, I I just I love watching the uh, the exciting world of Elon Musk. Uh, Is that what we call it? Yeah, man. Uh, Now he's banning uh, promotions of other social media platforms on Twitter. Like you can't. God, this guy. Yeah, man. And everyone's just shitting on the guy. I just I I just love that. (laughs) Every other day, he seems to dig himself into a deeper hole. You can't be the richest cool guy in the world. He's fool. not the richest anymore. That's you can't thing. be a top fucking, you know, you can't be one of the top three richest people in the right. world and expect people to like you. <laughs> well, I Ain't mean, no he, one going to like you. What? A few years ago, everyone was hailing him as a genius mm. and as a, as a philanthropist for giving not only like, you know, the technology behind what drove the Teslas to work and succeed and thrive. And now... Nobody wants anything to do with yeah. it. You know, he's showing up at fucking Qatar with fucking Jared Kusher or whatever fucking Trump's little fucking. Damn, it's like him and Kanye. Him and Kanye went to the same party, the cookie party, and then Giselle came <laughs> out all <laughs> twisted after, like, you know what we should do, fool? And then <laughs> now they're all off the rails, bro. It's just I, I just I love it. I love watching the free fall of uh, egotistical really? maniacs. Yeah, I believe absolutely. the Germans have a term for that, Schadenfreude. Bless you, mm. my fellow. Well, ahead. did you hear that he had to reinstate some of the people that he suspended? And that's like, the thing. It's like he suspended he suspended some um uh some really huge names um in terms of uh in terms of being reporters and stuff. And one I think was from CNN, the other one was from like from like the LA Times right. and like a New York Post. And anyway, they had pretty much shared um an article pretty much sharing what was happening uh, just it, factual information with information that's available to the public right now, but because it was because he decided that he didn't want anybody to know where his plane was. They, oh, yeah, he blocked that he guy. Blocked, he blocked <laughs> all of those people and suspended them, and everybody started giving him backlash because isn't Elon Musk, like, Mr. Freedom of Speech well, everything? that was the whole platform he, he like, brought up about, like, buying Twitter. It's like, you, think yeah. he, you think he regrets buying but Twitter now? Claro que yeah. si. Hell, $44 I, billion. I think dollars? he regretted it before he even got it, Tell and they what, told him. I regret him. selling look it. it. That's for look sure. See, look at it. D- Drew Harrell said, I never posted your address. Okay, well, that... Skipped along you quickly, but uh, but yeah, it's it, like it reading just, the names. Makes, Come on, it makes absolutely <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense to remove somebody when nobody posted your address. They just posted the information that where they could find it, and it's like that's not you can't. 
You know, he, and by he, the way, he he I guess had offered that person that created the website uh-huh. that follows where Elon Musk's plane is. He had offered him only five thousand dollars well before, Oof. like years back. Oof. And the person said no. And so now he's like the most famous because of course now everybody's like talking about this thing. He should sell it back to him for $44 billion. Let's well, see there's if can a guy that. that bought like a bunch of websites. There it is. We posted a link in the course of reporting about Elon Jet. We posted links to Elon Jet, which are now not online and now and now banned on Elon Twitter. Elon Jet. Like, can you get any yeah. douchier? <laughs> <laughs> this Elon Jet, this Elon car, like, come on, man. Like. I don't call People it BJ like, car. Oh, that'd be weird. weird. <laughs> that'd be weird. <laughs> Welcome Stay to the BJ weird. wagon. It is not being she man. Yo, maybe he's so pissed off because he sold all his properties. Then he like, I don't own a house anymore. Now he's like, I live on this fucking jet. Oh man, and he's even getting fucked with that comedy and comedy shows, bro. Fucking oh, bro. Show. Why would Chappelle bring him up, dude? You're <laughs> for content. Yeah. For every, content. Every, <laughs> he's waiting for someone to come up and just slap him. Oh man, that, that's everybody's, crazy. Everybody's clowning on Dave Chappelle right now. Like, why are you really looking at me with judgy eyes? He's still the funniest <laughs> motherfucker in the world. Because you know you're. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You're a big fan, so of Starbucks. No, that's you. No, no, no. Of Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Look at that. He's awesome. How do but you he, got, he mentioned <laughs> he got booed. <laughs> so they said he got booed for like a solid five minutes. Uh, he couldn't get a word out. Uh, what, what did he say? I'm rich, bitch, to finish it off. Did he really? Yeah, I think that's oh, what he said. Yeah. He Dave oh, Chappelle man. or Elon? Elon Musk, bro. Oh, my bro. God. Oh, man. He's like, yeah. he's like the he nerd. It's so weird. You're like, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a he's South African accent, right? Yeah. Weird. Oh, man. People don't like him. People don't like People are very quick to, not quick, but warranted. But when they don't like you, it's on. Yeah. It's over. Like, yeah. do you see a world where Elon Musk is ever popular again? Do you, People no. have very short memories in the United States. So mm-hmm. possibly. He also has he been doing like if natural. He, if, he, if, he, if he shut the fuck up and like stayed off the radar in PR world in about a year, you can come back normal. Like what was the poll that you showed us earlier that. He he's asking people whether he should st- step yeah. down. Yeah, N- nineteen hours ago, Elon Musk posted a poll that said, "Should I stay on Twitter? Uh, I will respect your wishes." Seventeen million people have post like have actually chosen one, and it was fifty seven percent said yes. So is Elon Musk Russia leaving Twitter? One third of those were in Russian. Yeah, they were all bots. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, supposedly he killed them off, so he can't, he can't even complain about yeah, that. Yeah, no more. exactly, yeah. exactly. And he just yeah, he's he's being such a hypocrite, and I think just people are just enjoying shitting on him right now. Do you think he cares? Yes. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. he's yeah. so vain. Yeah, bro. Yeah. He's still out there at the world's most viewed event over the weekend. So he's like, it's like, and he was out there just like, hey, look at me, guys. So I don't know, man. This way, maybe he's like some wired. Obviously, he's wired differently. So he had Panera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your way? That was it. So my know. Yahweh is I almost huh. died this week. What? I what? got super sick, man. I was like, and I only get sick like once a month. One, once a month. Once a year. Once a year. But I get <laughs> sick, month, and I'm one of those sick. sicknesses that'll get you. And it's like for a whole day, I'm just out. And I was mm. out. I got to 104 degree uh, temperature. 104.4. Yeah, bro. Oh. It was. I was. I was on a sick one. I was I, a sick ass <laughs> fool. I was, uh, I was under the covers and taking pictures and sending them to work. I was like, yo, I ain't coming in, dog. And they're like, oh, okay, you do look like shit. And I was like, yeah. Did I? I don't know if I sent it into the group chat, but yeah, man. You I sent, felt you sent us a thermometer. I felt horrible, man. You were hurting. And I was real. I was thinking because I had a lot of time to think. I went to sleep at nine in the morning after work on Thursday uh-huh. and didn't wake up until like Friday at like noon. So I slept, yeah, I slept like for 36 Shit. hours, man. I was drugged up and just sweating and, and fucking Tell shaking. me about those dreams. <laughs> oh, fuck. I had some crazy dreams. I like Theraflu, so I don't know if that plays a, <laughs> the same trick on other people. You no, know, but then other people started hitting me up. Oh, NyQuil does that shit for me nighttime. Yeah, yeah. Um, I started I started having some crazy dreams, bro, and I thought I was going to die because I was dreaming nothing but dead people. 
Like dead homies, dead family. I was like, what the fuck? I started hanging out. The, the homie Dwayne was there. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? He's like, I don't even remember. I was, I was telling Chris, I said, I should have written it down. But that, it freaked me out because I was asleep that long. I didn't leave the bed. And then I finally, I just get up and I was like, oh, my back was sore, bro. I was, it was, it was like Jesus. I was learning to walk again. Yeah. And I started thinking, I was like, how did this start? Because I do get sick and I get over it, but it's a one day and it's usually it's bad. But this one's like super bad. I never used to get sick. Yeah. I never used to get sick until like I was 30. And then when I turned 30, El Compa Gus and his wife, my wife, we went to Cancun. And I went to Cancun and I had pneumonia. I had no idea pneumonia was time. It was a long time ago. Pneumonia. Yeah, it was like during Pinchy Swine Fu. They were quarantining oh, no. people off of the plane getting in there. And I was drenched. I was just like, wow, 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 wow. That time is the first time I legitimately got sick. I got super sick. And ever since then, I feel like I get like something every year. Once a year. Once a year. And yeah. it's always around this time. And I mean, mm-hmm. it's no surprise. It's like 40 fucking degrees at 12 in the morning. Yeah, and it's cool. raining. You know, so every year I get sick around this time. And I take a couple of days off. But goddamn, I was... I was bad, man. I was in bad shape, man. I was in Cancun with walking pneumonia when I was 30, right? Like I was telling you, partying, popping, fucking just whatever the doctors were giving us down there, the pharmacist. Oh, shit, who knows? Way, y que regreso, and my doctor's like, bro, you're walking pneumonia. It's like, there's no way you should even be up right now. Like, you should Bitch, be I got like, dancing yeah. pneumonia. And I, <laughs> I was, I was, <laughs> I was bad. I, I was out for like a week after that, <laughs> man. I'm going to respect Sicknesses now Cause fuck wait, it, There's nothing worse Than feeling incapable I lost a whole day I lost Chef Claudia day You know like I completely was Out of the loop for that And I came back And it was like three, Two days later Where it said My day was this day I was like oh fuck I was like like I lost <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like that shit But it was like Fucking two days of Nothing that's scary. Your body probably needs yeah, Your body is just telling That's you like, what, yeah. hey, bitch, slow down. Yeah, and, and, and I enjoyed it, man. Don't get me wrong. Wifey would like, don't, don't go bother your daddy. Don't go bother it. And like, people would come Aww. in and open one eye. Like, What's going on? Like, oh, no, I don't want to talk They throw a rose in your bed. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> and then I started thinking like, I was on it. Those pills just, they sent my mind on a little downward spiral. I was like, oh, man, what does it feel like to die? Me and Jim Morris in a car, bro. It was fucking crazy. Don't go take any baths. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ. But I came out. Like, look at me now. Look, look at me now, huh? Just Sponsored by Tribal, baby. Just coming in clear. All right. You have a Yahweh? We're going to go straight to break now. You tell me. My Yahweh is the price of pinky rings. What? Oh, shit. I'd like to let you scrubs out there know that uh, when you reach a level of <laughs> pinky ring. Take it easy, Elon. What the fuck is shit. <laughs> but I didn't want you guys. Caesar and I, we decided pinky rings... This is the thing. So okay. we didn't want you guys to be left out. Either. Oh, you got me a pinky ring. Oh, that better be cool, bro. Got you guys both. So this is Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, you're, you're doing Christmas shit. Right. Just, next week, fool, we're still going to have a show. <laughs> oh, wait. I won't be here. Let's see. Throw that over. What do you got for me? All right. So first of all, I got a bag. Since you're so into Shane's. Oh, look at Shane's. that thing, bro. <laughs> I never seen a Shane ring before. Shane ring. So we thought these were guys. These are for you guys. So cute. perro. And Miss Chef, we didn't want to leave you out. We got you a Shane as well. Oh, you guys are so cute. Does it Sorry, it couldn't be as awesome as ours, but this is fucking. Nah, man, this shit is. Look at this. This this what? looks fucking dangerous, <laughs> bro. <laughs> you gotta get Casas one fool. Uh, no. Damn, you guys are horrible. Casas has a little spoon on his. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Say well, James Brown. <laughs> Get Let's go. Ahead. If he has a dainty enough finger for this, let's go ahead and jump into a break. And when we come he can back, have the Rolex wing. Ooh, the Rolex the wing. Yeah, dude, check this thing out and then throw it to Casas. 
This right. is, I'm not going to tell you guys where to get these, but you want a Rolex Shane ring? Hey, dude, this is so a cool. Rolex ring. I want this one, man. <laughs> I want both of them. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Boom. Hey, let's take a break. Break, break. Let's come back with uh, Carlos Baez of the world famous B side players. He's going to come back and share stories from the road. And what is it? I saw a guitar. Oh, 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 look at that. Oh, guy. Oh, 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 what's up? Oh, oh, tribal. We know the same people. We'll be right back. The wonderful people of My Grito with their My Grito Weekly. Brought to you by My Grito Industries, the big bosses, El Compita y El Compita. They did, I think they heard me earlier. They heard me earlier when I said, you know what, there might not be a, a weekly Grito report because I didn't get anything. And then I swear like two seconds later, a homie sends me a text and it's a short text. So here it is, the short text for these guys. My Grito Weekly. As we near the end of 2022, we wanted to take this opportunity to thank Steve. Oh, shit. All right. And Emo Brown and everyone involved in the Emo Brown Podcast Network. Um, he is a part of the podcast network for... Uh, I'm so thank yous to Steve. Yeah, it's like I see thank you. I see thank you. We are excited for 2023, and we hope you will spend all of the holidays and the New Year safely and with your loved ones. Thank you, compa Oscar and compa Rob. It's been fun. Let's see what happens in the new year, man. Maybe you'll get your shirt. I hope so. How's your music going for the new year, bro? It's good. I'm working on a new plan for next year as far as like uh, the cover gigs and shit go. Mm. I'm going to start mixing in an iconic album. And I'm just going to play it front to back. Like I'll do like Dookie, the Blue Album. You're just going to redo them? State. Yeah, just like oh, acoustic like yeah, shit. Because like <clears throat> I do most of those songs anyway. I was like, if I just do the whole album, then I can like pitch it as like, hey, come watch me for like the first couple hours. I'll just be doing covers, originals, like getting loose. And then like for the last hour, I'll do this album. Kind of like fun. emo night, but acoustic. Mm. <laughs> Dude, people like you. That, 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 it doesn't it doesn't surprise me. me. Yeah. But I mean, it's just people really are drawn to what you do. And yeah. you describe yourself as a Johnny Cash blended with a little bit of Blink One Eighty Two, and you like that. Hmm. All right, whatever. It is, okay, you know? like it or not, that is what I is. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that because today we've got a professional musician as well. A real one. Uh, uh, you're a fucking real one, bro. Take it easy. <laughs> we have another local legend. <laughs> I feel like we've been hit with a lot of like local like top-notch players, bro, recently, you know? And in the music field. Today is no different than almost like El Compita Carlos Paez of the B-Side Players. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Long time no see, compa. What's good in the hood, man? Uh, Man, it's been a fun year. Fun year for me. A lot of ups and downs, a lot of devastations, but also a lot of eye-opening, awakening, traveling. Traveling. Uh, Traveling is important for me, man. So that's what... That's where I get a lot of inspiration and a lot of time to just get, you know, get lifted to that time to write, to write lyrics and get inspired, write music. Give us a little background on Carlos Paez, on fucking B-side players, the origin story for those because we've surprised, believe it or not. There's people that listen to us now. So I want them. I want to start bringing all the people that I've brought initially, bring them back because it's time to give a lot more shine on people that I look up to, man. Well, my story is just like border kid vibe, you know, like I, um, my father was a famous musician from, um, people know him from La Banda Recodo and Los Moonlights at Tijuana. Los Moonlights! So the, Los Moonlights is what kind of how, how my mo- mom met my dad, like I guess in, in Los Congales de Tijuana back in the day, Los Bailes. Yeah. And um, so that's where they met. And um, at that time, my dad was doing a lot of traveling, so... My family, on my mom's side, is from Tecate, Colonia Downey. Tecate, saludos a todos los gente de Tecate. And um, so that's where 
my mom is from, and she met my dad, of course, in Tijuana. And they they hooked up, and you know, I came through, and then um, so my first uh, the first seven years or six years of my life, I lived in Tijuana. Tijuana, la, la Colonia Libertad. It was a wait, 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 alto baja part. Uh, I was in the, I think I'm in the ghetto part, like the bad. Parte alta, entonces, yeah, fool. That's where, that's where my, my mom's family is from. Uh-huh. Well, that's where they ended up, you know, setting down anchor. There's a, there's a lot of, no, I said, because there's yeah. a lot of talent in Colonia Libertad, musician-wise, too, man. Oh, yeah. That's pretty awesome. And so, yeah, and so I remember, like, going to the Los Ensayos, the Los, Los Moonlights, really young, and, like, bands like, you know, like Los... Solitarios, Bookies, Los wow. Diablos would stop by. If they were in Tijuana, they would stop by in the studios. Mm-hmm. So, esa época de música, wow. that era is like, I remember, I remember the records, mm-hmm. I remember everything as a young kid. There was only one option for you growing up with, with a famous musician father, man. Like, I mean, yeah, it was, but as far, like later on, I, I did, you know, Rebellion came and I didn't want to play that music. I never wanted to play banda. I never wanted to play... Um, like my uh, musica bailable and nothing. I wanted I wanted to do my own shit. I, you know, when I was a teenager, um, so that led us to San Diego, to National City, where where our first casita that my my family bought in National City, and then uh, we later on moved to Chula Vista, like um, I think in junior high. So for the rest the rest of my uh, my Chula years, Vista guy. I planted the the flag in Chula Vista. So. Well, growing up, man, you were in the band. You can get to right now. B-side players. Everybody was your cousin. Everybody, Everybody was your cousin. It's like, oh yeah, Carlos from B-side. That's my cousin, fool. Oh, Carlos, <laughs> that's my cousin. I was like, I, there was not like one person I didn't run into that knew B-side players. Like, yeah, Carlos, he's my cousin. That's my cousin. Mm-hmm. You became a local legend, bro. It's just local, local playing. Um, you know, in the in the local scene here in San Diego. And yeah, it's a small town. San Diego is a small town. You know, we never got, we never became that Seattle that that they they predicted it was gonna be, or we never were like the LA scene where like like you play one show and next thing you're you're opening up for Santana. And mm. San Diego was never like that. We always uh, the musicians here work hard and and yes, there's more opportunities away from San Diego, but that's a you know, if you want to go to LA and make it, you gotta go to LA. You have to go to LA and. It's a hustle, man. It's a hustle. It's, that's nonstop work for you. How long have you start? How long have you been in music, professionally? Uh, I think it's close to, uh, around thirty years. Nice, wow. oh, years. fuck, yeah, master so. at your craft. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and it's uh, it's been like a it's been a it's been a fun vibe. Uh, like for me, I have a lot of stories, a lot of music stories that that uh, that you know, just being on the road as young kids, like back, like for us being like an eight piece. Nine Piece Chicano band from San Diego. Um, we were like out in the road. We, this was back in the days when no cell phones, like no social media. So yeah, the street when, team flying. When, when you're like driving to like Bozeman, Montana, like you gotta you gotta get the big ass map from like you know, Seven Eleven or whatever, and you have to like you got you got to work your way there. You know what I mean? Like you got to find the route. Find Hope the, you don't miss an exit. Like oh exactly. the whole trip starts yeah. over. Different days, different days. And, Thomas Guide. It was a, the, a necessity in the glove compartment. And the promotion was like flyers. Like yeah, that was it. Days. Yeah. Flyers, you know, and the promoter had a lot to do with us. So the way they promoted us was like nine piece Chicano band from San Diego. Boom. And then like people were like intrigued. Like what the fuck is this? Like, so we'd show up and be fucking all kinds of white people fucking just ready to go, ready to party. 
like in the mountains, like we did a lot of mountain tours. You know, wherever there was a white mountain, like we played, um, you know. BJ was there. White mountain. Colorado. <laughs> Colorado, like Vail, Breckenridge, Steamboat, Crested Butte. Did Aspen, the Jasperas have houses in Boulder. all those communities, bro? Go those, ahead. Those communities, right? to, yeah. that's when like it was all the, the snowboarding was at its peak and like and people were just partying and, and they wanted live music. And so those were the good old days. This is like the, like the late 90s, like the late 90s, early 2000s. And then, and then the the jam band scene came. The hippie shit came. Fish, um, String Cheese Incident, Galactic, all these bands. And these then, guys. We, um, we were part of that. We were part. The only reason why is because we make we were playing like thirteen to fifteen minute songs that were was dance music, and people love that. They just want to dance. People just want to dance. Vibe music, bro. Vibe, I mean, you music. know. And so that so that like led us to just. Like go on the road with, um, you know, like main acts like uh, Bob Marley and the Whalers. Not well, without Bob Marley, of course, the Whalers. Um, we did like, you know, a good year doing national tours nonstop. Like as a nine-piece band, getting like five hundred bucks to just play forty-five minutes, and that was so. You play forty-five minutes, you rock the crowd, and then what do you do? You just party and and go watch the band. You you can either like party. Or you can go watch the musicians of the band and study uh, how these professionals play their instruments. And that's what I would do. I would, like, pick... I'm going to pick bass today, so I would watch the bass player, you know, family man. Just study, like, the bass lines. I'm like, oh. Next day, because it's every day. It's monotonous. You're watching the same same show. So the next day, I would pick the guitarist, see how he skanks, see mm-hmm, how he plays mm-hmm. the guitar. And then, so from that tour, you know, Ben Harper... Ben Harper for like you know three months off of Ben Harper. Now you're going with like um, the Headhunters, the original jazz, like Herbie Hancock's band. Dude, how intimidated like, to fucking open for a band like that. So man. these cats are just the heaviest in yeah. funk, funk and jazz. So now I'm like studying, you know, funk, and I'm 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 a, I'm a young kid. I'm you know I'm in my early twenties, and I'm I'm like that was my that was my school. That was my college days of. And I was studying this music that that I was just like, oh my, I can't believe I'm watching these people that I have their records, you know what I mean? Like, heavy. And that's how B-Side was born, and that's why B-Side Players is like... And I think it affected us back in the days when it was about, like, marketing and about selling records. Um, it really affected us being a band that played funk, reggae, soul, salsa, Latin, like, you know... They just didn't know how to market us. There was no. They they wanted to make a record that was just one sound, and you couldn't even be bilingual back days. That was a no no. Like no way. You either make a Spanish or an English record. You can't can't do both. Damn. And we were like, fuck you. Like this is, we just let's make our own records. So we did like half Spanish, half records. All our records, all our catalog has always been like that. And this was before like Ricky Martin and all that shit. So. Damn, before he was living the Vida Loca and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, man, I just always remember growing up watching, and it was always like B side players. I'd every fucking, you you guys were playing pretty much every weekend, every weekend. (laughs) And it said, also Matli opening. Eastside players, man, because I feel like that was the group that they they everybody would compare you guys to the most, you know, because they, they were that kind of band, a party band, uh, a vibe band, and you I guys think, fucking. I think we it. have a, a, a similar sound, of course. Um, we have a same sound because of uh, of like the environment that we both came from. Like Osomali did 
did a lot of social, you know, conscious music and B-side players, same thing. So I think um, a lot of places we go because Ozo Motley, they did start um, after us, but a lot they really hit fame like a really big coming out of L.A. They had more opportunities being in movies and, you know, you're in a movie that that stuff like people watch the movie and they're like, oh, man. So it takes you to another another bigger audience. So a lot of places we went to back in the days, they were like, you guys sound like Ozomali. Yeah, we got that a lot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it's not to me, it, it's not an insult. It's a, it, I love Ozomali. So yeah. I worked with them. So that's my those are my homies. And shouts out to Raul, the guitarist, who I just did a show with um, not too long ago. We did a show in um, Watsonville. Watsonville, that area over there. Oh, man. There's a lot of B-side player fans in the Salinas, Watsonville. That's like, the Central Valley? Yeah, yeah, that's like that's... If you if you want to like really listen to the lyrics and really get into like the profound message of the band, that's where they get it because those are all uh, kids that come from like farm worker familias, you know. That's where Cesar Chavez, you know, organized las marchas. And so, you know, it's not like Barrio Logan. Of course, we have our history, Salacranes, Chunky, and and all that. And um, but um, all that up there is like they get the lyrics, they get it. A lot of people, they don't even, they don't even know that we have like a message behind the music because it's just party music. So people don't don't listen to the lyrics; they just want to dance. But the ones that do get it, then it it does like those are the best compliments for me. It's like, oh man, I, this song means a lot to me because of my grandpa or because of my family and this and that. Those are the songs. And then they cool. mean something. They mean they, something. They've got some sort of value behind it. It's just not, oh, that sounds cool. You know, oh, that sounds that sounds nice. It's like, no, it sounds nice, but it's it's got a deeper layer on it. Yes, for sure. Is that frustrating when people don't understand? Like when no, when you not feel like at all. Not no, not at all. Because I like the party. I like the party. I love the party. <laughs> and my, I'll drink to that. my job <laughs> as my job as like as a musician, like I've I've always been thought uh, taught through my dad and through you know the the elder musicians that I worked with to them like um, we're just servants of the people you know like the, uh, a musician is like a, you have to think of you have to humble yourself and be like you're a servant of the people those people are paying money to come and not not worry about their problems mm. not forget about their day to day forget about their nine to five and just have a good time you're providing a timeout yeah and and my and I was never that person that stopped the music and and was like you know, I want to I want to talk about global warming right nothing none of that. I just had it in the lyrics. The lyrics are there. If you want if you want to hear my message, then you can listen to it and and get intimate with the lyrics, but my number one job was to to make people dance and have a good time. That, you've done an excellent job. Mm-hmm. I feel you, yeah. you you've killed it. You you I mean, you've been nonstop working even through the pandemic. I remember doing live uh, the the live streams at the brewery. You would come in and do some stuff at the brewery yeah. and it, I mean you learned how to hustle. You learned you yeah. learned how to do new things during the pandemic, and I feel like because the musician lifestyle is not an easy one. It's a it's a it's a passion filled one. It's one that's driven by like you know what I'm going to do this because I want to do this, not because of the mm-hmm. paycheck. When the paycheck comes, it's like fuck yeah, that's a bonus. Especially the pandemic, man. That those are dark times. Like if you we look back now, and like there was. There was no. Uh, everybody was uncertain of what, what was happening. We didn't like, know what next the day would bring. Going yeah. on? The like, least hopeful time and, I've ever had in my yeah, life. and and you're like, okay, as far as a, a musician or an art, like a, an artist, I mean anything, a bar owner, 
you you don't know what the fuck's going on if you're if you're done forever yeah. or or like if you have to start fresh you have to start a new career yep. or what's going on and so then I was like okay we me and Eric we started doing these live streams yeah. and just kind of like hey man let's just keep it going play music you know and people really appreciated yeah. that that little you know two hour session and you did that shit on the regular dude that shit was awesome because there. There's that's like how can I stop playing? Yeah. Like if I stop playing for two years, then oh man, I I don't think I would have been. You I find would, something I would be else. Here still, no, yeah. I would I wouldn't be here. I would be in a depression. That's like like the thing about musicians and artists, man. Like the thing that makes us happy, like on the real, is playing music and doing your art. Like when you're home and you, it's it's just you you um. People don't like to talk about it, but artists and comedians, whatever, when they're not doing their craft, it's some dark shit. Some dark on. times. It's Too much time, time to process because most people that are doing these things, musicians, yeah. comedians, whatever, they're doing it to have an escape. Yeah. You know, like, all right, you know, it's time to turn off the reality, my real life, and start doing this. And, but when it's gone and you're focused and you're forced to focus on what's really going on. A lot of people don't want to see what's going on in their yeah, life. A lot yeah. of people don't want to look in the mirror and, and, and address those issues. Mm. Pandemic did all that shit. Yeah, I said, really. fuck you. You're going to sit down and you're going to learn about yourself today. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it, man. And it, was a, it also was like, for me, it was a good time too because as far as a, being an artist, that was the first time that the government actually like acknowledged you and was like, hey, we're going to give you you guys like a monthly... Like unemployment, artists, musicians can't get unemployment. There's no way you can declare yeah. how much money you make yep. over the table. There's no way. There's no way. So that was the first time that we got some assistance. How did they uh, get the the, the bar- parameters of what they were going to give you guys then? Uh, it was based on like your like taxes your, the last year. Yeah, you're yeah. Self, essentially yeah. you're self-reporting. Oof. Yeah, so we made the minimum, of course, but it's all good. But something's uh, better than nothing, right? Yeah, it was. For some people, that shit was a raise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Barry Jesmero. NFTs. <laughs> yeah, and so that, that kept us afloat. And, and um, But the, the live streams was really good because people were like, hey, man, thank you so much, man. You uplifted me. Ahí te vas, 50 oh, bolas, carnal. Quieres, bolas, eh. Thank you. Keep doing it. Yeah. That's why we kept doing it because people were like sending, you know, being generous and sending tips. And I'm like, Eric, help me help me do this right because I was doing it all Wi-Fi and uh-huh, like, uh-huh. like it sounded terrible. But so, then it, it got awesome, man. It, got, it, it yeah. became a part of like my week. You know, I would see you on there and be like, fuck yeah, come fuck Carlos, boom, he's doing his thing, I'm washing mm-hmm. dishes. And then there's that little donate here, but I was like, fuck, all right, boom, $5. I'm poor, yeah. dog, that's all I have. <laughs> all right, you said 50, okay, yo tengo cinco, bro. I got five on, I was like, I hey. got five but, but I was doing it every time I got on. Yeah. And he and he was always on, and he was like, champs, and I was like, oh, man, yeah. it, made you, it made me feel special that, yeah. you know, yeah. I would write and be like, kick ass, keep it up, bro. Uh-huh. And then, boom, he would respond, hey, what's up, champs, la, la. I was like, Fuck, that's that's my and guy for it, life also, now. Also, the podcast game, man, really like started evolving heavy during that time. I know? feel like, you know, obviously, the, the pandemic was a horrible time for a lot of people, yeah. and and it still is. You still the 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 after effects of of what has happened for like the last two years, and yeah. arguably still going on. Yeah. You know, people learned to hustle again. There was a great control alt delete as it relates to passion, as it relates to creating something. 
That's what we did. That's what yeah. you did. You flipped your game, bro. You flipped it and you went on live streams. Mm-hmm. We flipped it and we started doing more podcasts, just talking to more business owners because that's all we were. We were business owners without it. We didn't have our Thomas guide, you know, because this is a road that was never traveled before. It was, it was just a fucking, what's going to happen tomorrow? We don't know. Are we going to open? Fuck, I don't know. Are you guys open? It's like, as of right now, we are. You know, we, we don't know what's coming tomorrow, what kind of new mandate it is. It was crazy. Yeah. You either learn to sink or you swim, I, bro. I, I, and so, like, that kept me really busy just playing and also practicing. Like, at that time, I'm not really a guitarist. Like, to me, I, I've always been, I stuck to the singing. Of course, songwriting is my thing. And then I was playing the trumpet for B-Side on the Road. That's it's a really hard instrument. So I kind of stopped playing the trumpet. I lost my chops. And so I started picking up the guitar. I've always used the guitar to, to you know, write songs as a, you know, that's the only way that I know how to write songs, minimal chords and this and that. And so when I started doing the live streaming, you know, I invited like musicians like Brian Jordan, one of my favorite cats. That dude gets down there. And this cat is like one of the heaviest guitarists. So here I am playing guitar with him, just trying to keep up like and just trying to give him like just like basic chords so that he can fucking rip it. And that just... That was like work for me. So like it kept me busy. And I was at that time, like I was so busy, not not like focusing on the negative and the world is ending and the darkness of shit. Of course, I have kids. So I, I knew that they were fucked. I'm all these kids. My kids are fucked because they're going to two years. They're not going to fucking go to fucking um, to the school dance. Their fucking sports are done. Oh, my kids are fucked. You know yeah, it I mean? reshaped them the way we look at things. Yeah. You know, it took away a lot of the and things that we're used to. social skills. Yeah. Like, I'm all fucked, dude. Yeah. Stay in your room for yeah. two years, Get motherfucker. You, bro. That's real, man. That's fucking real. A lot it's, of kids. I have little kids, and yeah. and it's it's, it's crazy because you see something. One of my kids excelled, bro. Yeah. He said, fuck it. He, he, he locked himself and read more books and did more things oh, yeah. and started building things. Boom. The other dude just said, fuck, I ain't doing shit. You know, he went into the kindergartner. He came out a second grader from the pandemic. You know, <laughs> like he did a fucking a stint at prison fool. He's like, yeah. So he went into kindergartner. He came out a second grader. That fucker doesn't like to do nothing. Dog. He's like, huh? No, it what? definitely it hasn't had an effect on our youth. And it's something that still to this day, we don't know. How it's gonna affect them? It's too early. Future. Long term, yeah. It's Long too term. early. It's still bro. not even done. They say. It's too We're early. Still not like, even done. Talk about generations, like shit, you know. But um, so that made me think, like, fuck. On another level, what? Are, how are my fucking compadres doing? And and you know, Mazatlan, mm. and Tecate, like mm. they're not, they're not getting no government assistance, and they're not playing. So I'm like, what's going on over there? Like, Ta carnal, está bien culero aquí I don't el yeah. pedo, eh. yeah. este. Puros frijoles, carnal, yep. este, nada de chamba y no sabemos qué pedo. So I'm like, fuck it. So I fucking, uh, I took the fucking live stream to Mazatlán and I invited like, you know, a couple, like six, seven guys and we did a live stream. And from there, it was, it was all fading in and out, like terrible reception, but hey, it went through and people fucking donated like a thousand dollars, and so everybody, I gave them hundred fifty bucks, like the, mus- the musicians, and they were like, "Oh, no mames, carnal, hey, we muchas gracias, we like, yeah, like hundred fifty bucks." They were like stoked, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and and it's just like, dude, people are people want to hear live music, so like, you know, get ready, and 
like get ready to start playing again. Don't don't stop playing. Keep playing. Well, end of times is what we you know that you yeah. want music. You want something yeah. to take your mind off a thing. You guys were like but the fucking were, musicians on the Titanic. Yeah. There was no way for them. <laughs> they're, they're like the shit's all going down. These guys are like, well, you know what? I'm gonna play Rosa Maria. Oh, you know nuestra demanda. You guys were doing your thing, and every show was like that because mm -hmm. it was a sense of like, fuck, we don't know if we're gonna do this tomorrow. You know, we don't know if we're gonna be able to continue to do these things. Yeah. And to this day, I mean, uh, I just got back from Japan. Um, I know Milo and Caro talked to you about that. And they just Did you bring it. any whiskey back for or did you what did you I, do? Shit, I, I heard about you. I brought too much stuff back and I, I did a rookie mistake, man. I brought too much too much clothes. Next time I'm only gonna bring no calzones. Mete bici, bro, no calcetines. Ropa. I'm only mm. gonna bring a pair of fucking leave a pair of jeans. Some tennis shoes and a couple T-shirts. Yeah, and then I'm gonna buy everything over there. Hyper yeah. lawn, Elon ah. Musk Jr. Yeah, over there's here. There's like Fuck, a little, there's bro. like a little mercado, like a don. It's called Don Quixote, where you just buy everything like for cheap, super cheap, cheap. T-shirts. And the and thing is, like, you wanna like, like you wanna buy stuff that that they stole from us, that they took from us, like the vintage game mm. over there. They have all the vintage, all our stuff. Yeah. Everything, Snoopy, Mickey Mouse, everything, Chicano. So I'm they trying to buy, I'm trying to culture, buy it right? back yeah. and bring it back to us because that's what I'm going to start doing. Go ahead, fool. Yeah. Damn, I felt some passion there. <laughs> yeah. Have you written a song about that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do have a We're song about back that. The do you really? It's called Thrift Store Hustler. Yeah. Go ahead. It's about that. and uh, Because I've always dealt with the Japanese, but... But um, I've dealt with them um, on business. They're, these dudes are business. Uh, when I, I used to go sell at the Rose Bowl, and um, that's like the vintage mecca of like. So I would when, I would stock like uh, my first time I did it like in 90, 1990. I I went to all the thrift stores and I just devoted my shit to Adidas jackets, the Adidas originals with the um, so the, the three so back stripes. then the 90s. The 70s and the 80s was like the vintage. It was so banging. I, I collected about 35 of them, 35 jackets, every color, like the sickest, you know, yellow with green, like Brazil, mm, like, mm. like the sickest colors. I, I cleaned them all. I, I set up 35 jackets and I had like about two pairs of, of, of Biggie double X, like the original Levi's, the Biggie ones from the 60s. And some Japanese cat went up to me, and uh, he's like, "How much?" Like holding the jacket, and I'm like, "35 bucks." So I was selling for, I sold him for 35. I was gonna sell him for 40. I'm like, "Fuck it, 35." And he's like, "How? No, how much for all?" Mm. And then so then it's a crazy accent you get. <laughs> <laughs> Necessary. This is a, oh, a German Japanese person. Yeah. Wow, they, <laughs> <Say> wait. <laughs> no, they do have that German shit. That they, they go ahead. Go much fraud, and then boom. So then I, it was like about three thousand dollars or a little more. I gave him a deal, and then he he paid me in hundreds, and then on the last hundred, he fucking dropped it and he went. <laughs> Like some sucker shit, fool. Like an evil guy in a movie. Like, oh. <laughs> Dude, you know he went back and flipped those things for 100 to 150 exactly. each, bro. Yeah, because those those jackets are awesome. I exactly. have one at home. It doesn't fit anymore, but when my yeah. kid gets older, <laughs> when my kid gets older, I'm like, boom, you're going to get it. Like, you're going to, one of you guys is going to wear this, yeah. and it's a nice little green one. So I, I was like, oh, this motherfucker, that was evil. That was like a German laugh. Like, <laughs> some Hitler shit, you know, but... And then, and then, uh, Calma de Kanye. Uh, no, no, no. 
<laughs> yeah, Drew, what, what, wash was, your mouth out. Wash it your was mouth. dark. It was, was dark. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> so I understood like, uh, okay, these guys, yeah, these guys are flipping shit back there. And so then when I started work, um, when I started hanging out in Barrio Logan with my business there, and they were coming and buying the lowriders and mm, shipping. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is. And they got deep pockets to make it happen, bro. They do. They, and when they I went to Japan, and when I went to Japan, and I saw all our vintage. Every, when I went to these little vintage shops, you saw all your jackets there, fool. <laughs> I saw, saw your jeans. What the fuck? <laughs> I saw what they're selling, like a fucking little Snoopy doll from the sixties for, mm. like shit that you find in a thrift store for you know five ten bucks. I saw what they're flipping it for, so. It's just like, okay. Well, give me their number because I got some G.I. Joes to sell. <laughs> I don't know about the G.I. Joe shit, man. Oh, yeah, over there, probably not. Yeah. Nobody likes an American superhero like that, fool. Come on, guy. Come on. You'd be surprised. Man. Have you heard of BJ Jesbera? Yeah. Barry Jesbera, the <laughs> cryptocurrency well, like salesman. Felix the Cat? Uh-huh. Oh, man. Felix the Cat. We're talking about old school, you know, yeah. like a different. Era. When cartoons were racist and shit, bro. Yeah. I just, you remember that? I saw, the, were, I saw the Mickey Mouse, the Disney thing. Yeah, the Disney shit was out bro, on the fucking wall, dark. man. It, I think it's still on certain. Certain uh, fucking apps for TV, they're on there, bro. Like, and you, know, and oh, you I, can YouTube it for and sure. I, and I showed it to the kids just to see what would happen. Nah, they, they were oblivious. But I'm like looking at wife in the back. I'm like, uh, the fuck did he say? Say what? Chimanoso. Yeah, man. There's entire parts of their past that Disney has to, had to like <laughs> <just> wipe out. <laughs> Tell yeah. me more. So, oh, so the back to the Japan thing. One thing is like the respect thing is I I really. Um, admire them for just being so respectful as far as like the streets of Japan are super clean mm-hmm. and um and you know uh if for me I was I was more I'm more of a going to a dive bar and kind of just drink and hang out and vibe off the music that's what I do like I'm I, I'm I'm old man I only got like 10 more summers left you know what I'm saying and it sounds depressing as fuck but like when I do traveling now like, I'm not that guy that's like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, tomorrow we're going to, you know, Costa Rica, we're going to go climb up the volcano tomorrow. I'm like, ah, fuck that. I'm fucking staying at the bar. You guys mm. go climb the volcano. I already did that shit. You want to learn about the people in that, that neighborhood? Shit. Drink at their bars, bro. Yeah, you go to the their bars. spots. Like Oaxaca. I went to Oaxaca. We're going to go to, the, you know, to the pyramids, like Montalban. I'm like, fucking have a good time. I already did that shit when I was fucking in my 30s. To me, I go somewhere, I want to go to a nice bar that has vinyl, DJ, or live music. Mm. That's my shit. That's my happiness. That's what I'm doing when I'm traveling. Mm. So in Japan, I found those spots, those vinyl bars, really small. It's like this, this small. Like the bar's this big. Only about six to ten people can come in. At a time. At a time. Bro. So Intimate as fuck. And the, the guys I... What, what do you want to drink? Fucking serve your drink and then go back to the. In serio, multitasking, bro. All the hats, all the hats, man. They don't have space for two things. And then he would he would put the record right there so everybody can see what he's playing. And I'm all, oh my god, these dudes are playing some shit, dude. Like jazz. As far as jazz, I have a big jazz collection. So, like jazz, funk, of course, big in Japan, but um. Reggae is huge. I went to some reggae bars and, and they were playing. Like, you know, you go to our reggae, big ups to, you know, Tribe of Kings. I love Tribe of Kings. And, but um, you have to go early to hear the roots. You have to go early, like right when they open up and they play some roots. And then later on, it's just dance hall, all dance hall. 
My friend Omar Lopez told me Jamaica dance. But like, but like in, in Japan, they're still into the roots, you know? So it's like they're playing the old roots, like, and it's super mellow, chill. And yeah, you after a while you're like, fuck, let's, let's I've never been to Japan. How are they? Are receptive to to foreigners, Mexicans specifically? Like what what's well, the what's yeah, the culture? You, what's the what's the vibe, bro? Well, us, how long is the flight? <laughs> Before we get too excited, well, that's brutal. It's brutal. It's like fourteen it's hours. Brutal. Yeah, it's brutal because, like, for me, I'm my body's just old and yeah. cramping up, and mm-hmm. it's like woo. Uh, and it takes a couple. It takes a good day to just get back to you know, get back to it. And but yeah, you don't even want to think about the flight. That's the worst part. Yeah, yeah. it'll forever be the worst part, man. Yeah. Yeah. But you turned this passion into a monetized business, bro. You have you have an actual uh, uh, collect San Diego vintage collection. Um, oh yeah, my my shop in Body Logan, and for, I don't know what's going on, but r- lately, recently, it's going off. Like people are into uh, gifting vintage now, and before it's that Gen Z right now. Yeah, before like Christmas, you'd be like, "What the fuck? You got me a used jacket?" Yeah, like nah. Now it's like, "Shit, you got me some shit from the seventies." Yeah. yeah, for sure, you know, man. Like, this, this new generation, like, like old record, like you buy someone a new record from Walmart and Target. It's like fuck, but you buy them an old original pressing. It's like, oh my god. No, pues see, but then with with original pressings come a cost, my friend. Yeah, so a lot of this shit is expensive, bro. That's what I'm saying. But the vintage game is is huge now. You go to the swap me now. Kobe's is just all vintage stuff. It's all kids selling vintage. Um, you know everything that's like even shoes, like the shoe game's crazy. Um, everything's being being a being redone like uh, everything the shoe game they're bringing all the old school old school tennis shoes that we used to wear all the old music that we used to listen to all the toys the toy game is crazy the, the nostalgia game, is very powerful nostalgia. <laughs> dude I got a friend that collects fucking video games bro he's got my video coll- video uh, game collection online on Instagram and he's always like going to swap meets early and he says it's it's one thing to just buy what you want but it's another thing to search find and actually find it in the wild like going to like a Kobe's early mm-hmm. and purchasing these things recently he said he's he's been telling me a while about the like the golden grail of video games for Nintendo yeah. something called the Samson some shit or other it's a video game that's like $1500 bro yeah. they only made a limited amount of it it's like so in every little in every little like fucking passion filled hobby or whatever you're doing there's like a top tier level yeah. bro you know mm-hmm. there's that Adidas jacket that's probably going to cost like $250 and people jump into it again i feel like the pandemic is one of those things that led into it not only did it recycle a lot of things that we used to do as youngsters it also like put a, a I, I know a lot of baseball card collectors now mm-hmm. i know a lot of dudes collect fucking 29er BMX bikes bro the like card, the out card of nowhere. game during the pandemic the card game got crazy bananas bananas now yeah so people were buying all the cards and it's like man that's not going to be sustainable yeah and it is and a lot of these prices on on cards have just dropped but fashion you can wear fashion you can't yeah. wear a fucking baseball card around and be like oh that's watch cool. me try yeah. <laughs> yeah you know it's like wearing a spinner of your favorite bar Look at that. but yeah man and i knew japan was on top of its game because japan is you have to think of like London, you know, New York, Japan is up there, all the Stussy. I can't wait to go, bro. Fuck. All that all, the fashion is all around you and the and they take it in to another level and everyone's dressed clean, man. Like New York, everyone's not dressed clean, but everyone has nice 
nice shoes on. Nice kicks. Nice kicks. New York, the walking. New York game's crazy. <laughs> but in Japan, everyone's clean from head to toe. And their fashion, even the work, the worker, um, the work field, like when people go to work. Those blue collars. They're, they're dressed fucking nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice suits. Nice. They like us though, bro? Mexicans? Like, they like travelers, foreigners? They love Mexicans, dude. They love Mexicans. Hell yeah. Um, the, if you tell people you're Mexican, right away, tequila. <laughs> you know, everywhere we go, but yeah, and, and, uh, and they love Mexicans. They, um, as far as like the Chicano thing, uh, I saw, I got to go, I was with Bobby Tribals, so Tio Bobby, and, and we went to a, <laughs> a, a car Bobby. show, but it was more like a, it was more like a hot rod car show, but of course, like the, you know, the Chicano influence was there, like the, the lowrider, there was a couple lowriders, a, co- a couple old bomb, bomber, bomb, bomb cars, and then also some nice paint work, so yeah, it's, it, there, the, but we all know that Chicano influence is huge. In yes, Japan. sir. It's a it's there's documentaries. It's not gonna about die. It. It's not gonna die. It's gonna get bigger. It's gonna we get should bigger. go, man. I want to go with somebody who's been there. Casas, you been in Japan before? You're gonna have to take me five times. Ah, perdón, perdón. He just dropped five dicks. Bing, 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 bing. One on his head. But yeah, man, I look forward to going with somebody who knows what's up. Because everybody who's telling me that's gone, it's like, nah, you gotta go with somebody who's from there. Yeah. That's part of like your, your little circle or something. Or just go with homies that have traveled there before. Because they're gonna I show you the I real didn't know Japan. Shit. I didn't have anyone. I didn't have anyone. I just alabaraba. I kind of just did my own shit. But um, I do. I'm not here to promote anything, but. Uh, this is like something that that I did, and I recommend it to wherever you go. Uh, for those air people at Airbnb, you can buy like an experience on Airbnb. I don't know if you yeah. guys are hip. Yeah, yeah. Like you, wherever you're at, no matter where you're at, Oaxaca, fucking Japan, you you buy the experience. And um, this cat that we did, he met us at a Starbucks, and he's all, "Orale, I'm gonna take you guys." To where the locals go, oh, yeah. Where the yep. locals go, ramen. Dude? Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. 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 And, and they're and they're pretty affordable. Like yeah. some places, and depending now, on the city, they're like thirty bucks. Yes, some of them are like seventy five bucks. But it I depends on the city. And yeah, and I did a hundred dollars, but it in, he included all my costs, all my alcohol, my food. Yeah, and he's I'm gonna take you to the best ramen, like the yeah. locals. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna teach you how to eat. Hey, over here, when you slurp, <laughs> he's all. That's the shit. That's, that's like, respect. That's respect. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> 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 even, even when he wasn't at life? restaurants, he was yeah. slurping fucking guy. No, no, because no, I always no. got in trouble. My my mom and slurp around. Yeah, yeah open oh. that up. <laughs> or or the or the dipping of the bowl. Yeah. It's like so they don't have spoons in Japan. No, no, you have to like lift the bowl to your face. So yeah. all this stuff we couldn't do with the menudo and all that. You know, the pasole. Yeah. Mm. I was mm. like. Mm. <laughs> Chocolate milk, like, and then uh, uh, yeah. also he was like, oh, "I'm gonna take you to to a real whiskey bar, like a real yeah. whiskey." And yes. there were only Shit. only five people standing standing only, and the the guy, did you, he, we didn't. Even, I was like, "I'm gonna order this." I'm no, don't order. We're gonna bring it to you. You you drink what we give you. We made a whiskey highball. Oof! And I Japanese got hooked, highballs are the I got best. Yeah, on the highballs. Yeah. Highballs are the best. Oof. Nothing like a good Japanese eyeball. And so then after that, we're just walking around. He's all, you see the DVD right there? I'm a, it's like all these places says DVD, 24 hours. I'm like, what is that? He's all, that's where you go. And like, okay, you can either go for 90 mi- uh, 60 minutes or you can go all day. But that's where you watch like porn all Whoa. night. And you could just 
jack off, whatever. You got your own little booth. Go ahead, go ahead. Sometimes you got to get handsy. Thing. So a lot of people... Do they do pedicures there? Because I know a spot here in fucking Chula Vista <laughs> that does some shit similar. So She's my it's all, it's all, it's all, a lot of people, they work like late hours and uh, so they don't want to go home. So they just go, <laughs> they come here for two hours and then they go back to work. And I'm, in serio? Two yeah. hours, that's a commitment. Wow, dog. Yeah. So, two hours and all right, whatever. Hey, fuck. I'm, I don't know the culture. I'm in. I'm all in. <laughs> With my wifey. I'm going with wifey. Though. <laughs> Let me hear you play a song for us, bro. And you, I don't want to just, oh, I keep seeing you do that. And, I, and I'm like, fuck, what's he going to play? What's he going to play? What you going to play? Oh, man. Well, what are we feeling? Oh, first of all, I want to give up? you, I want to give you a gift uh, from my homies from Ilegal Mezcal from Oaxaca and Los Angeles. Oh. Uh, these guys have been really helping me out. And Mezcal kinda, I know you got sponsors. Prisa. I feel like they're, they're a sponsor to us because whenever I ask them, um, for botellas, they send them to me, and uh, so yeah, that's a gift. That's a it, Christmas man. gift I, to hey, you. Thank you very much. Maybe Pinchy we should Carlos, do a little bro. shot. Maybe we should do. All a right, shot. Well, who's gonna Maybe, open this? I mean, yeah. Gus, share pull it. Get your knife. You just pull it, man. A ver. Just pull this. She always, when she wants you to do this, she calls you Mijo, bro. <laughs> chef, is, chef, is, chef is quick to fucking Mijo you up. She's like, hey, Mijo, um, can you go take this time? I was like, you see? I like that word. I love Mijo. That's a really. That's a very mom thing. Yeah, really mom family thing, but. Don't ever call like a veteran. What's up? In, That's what I was going to say. In Logan, Amijo. Really? Why? Oh, it's like the worst thing you can do. <laughs> or way. Don't ever call some old school cat way. All right. Let's, let me see your glass. But we're going to have a little bit of a mezcal legal joven. Mezcal artesanal sin prisa. Without uh, hurry. Damn. Bro. My favorite was when Ilegal Mezcal did those, uh, those t shirts. Did you see them? The, with the. Donald that is un oh, pendejo. Oh, the Trump. Yeah. The Donald that is un pendejo one. Would you like one, chef? Yes. All right, all right. I love mezcal. Mm. Anything peated and delicious like that. Smoky. Smoky, yeah. I love smoky. Ahumado. Oh, this all is right, the perfect man. place for you, then. Yeah. Let's hear it, man. <laughs> a cheers. A cheers to Carlos, man. Yes. Big fan for a long time. And can, I can say that we've been friends now for a while. Hello. So thank you for that. Oh, Appreciate oh, it. Oh, you didn't get any. BJ didn't get any. I don't get he it. He hasn't filled plastic cups, apparently. <laughs> Mm. Damn. Hey, we no mames. It's so good. What did you give me? <sighs> um, it's not smoky. Because that was horrible. Yeah. This right here was amazing. Well, he likes you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Look at that, dog. Oof. Oh, it's good stuff, man. And and they they got a good story too. Um, these people are they're pushing it. Me and Eric go to LA all the time, and um, they're they're that the contact that we call when we go to LA, huh? Renee, Renee uh, Manuelas is the homie. But awesome. Casas got a contact everywhere. Casas yeah. doesn't go to LA. LA comes to him. We're gonna put this <laughs> because uh, we're drinking. So. El mar en la esperanza nunca muere. Tus besos y amor nunca van a cambiar. Yo siento que Dios me ha iluminado.
aquí con el día llorando Quisiera ser un mago para hallarte Quisiera ser gitano para saber Buen dicen soy ellos los que adivinan Destino porque me has hecho caer Los maniacs, bro. Look at you, man. I, just, you always bring a smile to my face. Just, just hanging out with you. Every time you come in, you're like, get on the champs, get on the champs. That's fun. No, though, that's a good song because uh, people talk about like lyrics and and um, I like the old classics because they talk about you know like the ocean. Like yes. uh, me and me and uh, me and Casas, we're about to go to Mazatlan. Oof. Uh, Like to start the new to start this 2023, we'll be in Mazatlan, and this is a place that we love, and and um, that's it's a, a place where you're like in tune with the ocean, like it's one the malecón más largo de todo México. Yep. So you're just driving, and the ocean's all around you. It's an essence that's all around you, and you feel it. Mm. And of course, you know we do the the mariscos, we do you know the you do chiles, the ceviches. And we party, we drink, you know, we drink our Pacificos, um, we drink tequila, and we have a good time. But the ocean, so the lyrics, like the ocean, like these lyrics, when you sing about the ocean, it's like, all right, that's beautiful. But you also, hope, el esperanza, is something about, like, if you, si no tienes esperanza, if you don't have hope, that's something that right there that can uplift you, no matter, like, who you are, rich, poor, um, you know. It doesn't matter. Hope, you have to always hope. So those are the lyrics right there. Like, I'm not really in tune with the lyrics of today, like the songs that are on the radio. I, I've never drank scissor. I, I've never, you mm. know. I You're missing out. It's never too a, late. I don't quite, have a Lamborghini. So I'm not in tune with, with, with the lyrics. Like, I see you in a purple one, though. Fool. Yeah. I see you in a purple Lambo. Bien mañoso with the lean and your little styrofoam cup. Es about bien Caesar, bien 3-6 Mafia. So I, I really love, I really love, like, Classic tunes, you know, my, my my whole shit, you know, like Marvin Gaye, Marvin Gaye's my shit. Nice. Just easy. 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 <laughs> Take it easy with Carlos Paez. Sha, 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 sha. Madre, madre, demasiado este de llorando. Hermano, hermano, demasiado de nosotros muriendo. Tenemos que encontrar manera de traer amor aquí. Padre, padre, necesitamos que intensificar. Solo el amor puede conquistar Tenemos que encontrar manera De traer amor al planeta Protestas y fronteras No me castigues con brutalidad Háblame para que pueda ver 
theory is that like the Smiths, you know, Johnny Marr being the guitarist, he was vibing off Marvin Gaye for sure because same chords. Transition chords. by Carlos Baez. Same chords. I was looking for a job, then I found a job. I never know so miserable now Two lovers walking by in a twine I never know so miserable now In my life Why do we give valuable time For people who don't care if I Hey, somewhere glasses are smiling right now. Oh. Me el momento, Me el momento, perro. Salucita. Damn, people, normal people don't understand. But no, normal people don't fucking understand how difficult it is to sound good with just a mic. Like he's singing, oh. playing guitar. Like this isn't plugged in. Like that's just fucking. It must be real song. difficult. I've been to your shows, bro. Play Weezer again, ho. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but you know what I'm talking people about. People do not realize how difficult it is what you're doing. Shooting the <laughs> shit, hanging out, that's kind talking of, over it, playing a fucking uh, we, riff, we doing your thing. We always had a deal that would bring the guitar back in the days, and it was just... Yeah, but not everybody had Los Bukis or Los Solitarios Oof. showing up no, at their house. Yeah, no, bro. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm talking My about... Like, white guys. That's, that's, I mean, ¿te imaginas, hey. cabrón? Una peda con sus, bro, con sus parents. No <laughs> mames, bro. Los Rocking... ¿Cómo se llama? Los Rocking... Los Rocking Devils. Los Rocking Devils, bro. Tijuana status. That's crazy. Corazones Solitarios, bro. Yeah. All of those, bro. But that's, that's what I was talking about earlier when I, when I rebelled in, in my youth. Like, I grew up with, like, Jane's Addiction, that kind mm -hmm. of shit. That, that was the first band that really inspired me. I mean, God's stealing! Yes, yes, but more, more of, like, the, the harmony, like, uh, Perry Farrell, the way he drank, uh, the way he sang was just, like, crazy, like, just... Uh, like the ocean. I don't know, man, it's just crazy. And then also just the music, the music, and that kind of music really, to me, I'm a... Papá, yo quiero tocar eso. And my dad was like, no, no, Mejor cabrón. toca esto, cabrón. Entonces, <laughs> la trompeta, cabrón. La trombón, el trombón, con el trombón. Si tocas el trombón, siempre vas a tener chamba. And I'm like, what's that fucking mean? And uh, yeah. it took me fucking 20 years because every horn player I know, every band's hiring them. Hey, let's go on the road. Hey, we need a trumpet player. We need a trombone. Those guys have work. Always. Yeah. Always. High in demand. High in demand. Low in supply. Fuck, man. What was the first song your dad taught you to play? Or what was the first song you learned well, by simply watching what your dad did? Oh, man. When me and my dad were not in the same, um, like, there was, for me, I had to, my dad would be like, do this for two hours. Just to, because my finger, my fingers are so weak and I was so young. And he's like, you got to make your, your, your fingers strong so that you can Rip. play what the fuck I want you to yep. play. And I'm like, fuck, this sucks. And I want to play fucking, I want to play songs, you know? So, so yeah, for me, uh, and, and like a lot of people don't know that um, 
I've always been into, my first band was like a band that was like a mixture of like the Stone Roses and like, and Jane's Addiction. Like I was really into the Manchester scene back in the days. Really cool songs like, uh, you know, uh, what was the band's, Eric, was like Happy Monday, Stone Roses, uh, Manchester scene, which... Guys has discovered the killers, so his answer will always be the killers. (laughs) The killers. But, you know, like, I I fucking, I like to learn these songs and kind of, and the bands that I like, I don't care what genre it is, but just kind of play, like, my own style. Like, you know, for example, like... You can sing a song with me. Oh, yeah? All right. <laughs> La In many ways, I miss you. The good old days. Someday. Someday. Yeah, it's the same, but I want you to stay. Sometimes. Sometimes. When I was young, man, we had some fun. Always, always Promises they break before they're made Sometimes, sometimes All my exes I'm lacking in death I will try my best You say you want to stand by my side I think I'll be alright Alone, we stand together, we fall apart. No, it's going on. Get Brian to my heart. So I tables they turn sometimes. Someday. Barry just Barra! Get it, brother. Ya no voy a perder más tiempo. That Spanish. Yeah. I love so that even, fucking. Even though, like, the strokes. Stop, come on. Like, you made him sound way cooler, though. Yeah. <laughs> he's singing, like, you know, fucking garage Stop, band, all dorky. But this guy's. You don't know how excited you make me when you start playing shit like this, fool. You just start, you just sit down. For those of you who don't know, um, my glasses are on because I'm high as fuck. But uh, for those of you who don't know, he was at our first Beachy Backyard Boogie. Him and Brian Jordan came down, posted up in the back, uh, the backyard of the Elwood. And it was an excellent fucking time, bro. And they were playing all of... <sighs> Brian Jordan gets down, bro. Oh, yeah. Brian Jordan's a cat. Bro, he gets down. Um, fortunately, like, he's, like, uh, he's really now back to working. He, he, that guy comes from the, the TV, like, um, he's on the Carson Daly show. Okay. Back on the days. And, um, and like, when he was doing heavy touring, uh, he was Carl Denson's band. Carl Denson being from... Um, the Grable All-Stars, which he's also the saxophone player for the Rolling Stones. Oof. In San Diego. Oof. Carl Denson. Big ups, Carl Denson. That's, can you imagine getting drafted to the Rolling Stones, dude? No. Can you you can, bro. That, 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 that's Because you got to think at that level oh, of band like they are, they got their own little small circle of people of pool that they can dip into and grab, bro. The music game is ridiculous in yeah. that way. If you if you're it's good like, enough, people will find out, bro. So he was like, I, "This is what I've heard, and I and I think it's true, um, but I can't confirm." But uh, I to what I heard is Carl Denson was like, "Fuck, dude, 
thank you so much. Send me the music. Like, I'll fucking start learning. I'll, I'll get ready for the, the Rolling Stone shows. Huge. And they're like, the music? What the fuck? Hmm? Rolling Stones? Nah, we don't have music. So he had to learn, like... I want to heat that You got Spotify? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's, like, you know, the biggest band right in, in American rock and roll. And he learned, you know, and he went on the road and killed it. And that's a huge gig, man. That's, like, I don't know, like, that level of, of playing is arenas, like, you know, uh, stadiums. That's huge. And um, so Carl Denson is, like... That made me proud. I'm on some musician, local Boom. musicians, right San there. Diego, right there. Boom. But I know the I know the story of it. Also, um, a lot of people don't know, but Carl Denson was a, a Lenny Kravitz first record, "Let Love Rule." One okay, of my, one of my be- favorite records. Big Lenny Kravitz fan, and um, Lenny Kravitz took him on the road. And at that time, we had a a flute player uh, slash saxophone player named Harold Todd. That was living in um, in Ocean Beach and great cat, um, one of the best musicians. He was like tone deaf. He was, I think he he was deaf in one ear, so he had perfect pitch. Like uh, so, he would all, I'd be playing trumpet next to him, and he'd be like, "You're flat. Your A's a little flat there, Carlos. <laughs> as long as you're on now, this you're sharp. Side, you're, over here. <laughs> you're flat again." Like while we're playing That's horn crazy. lines, like he was like, "Fuck, you kept me on my toes." Uh huh. Uh-huh. And uh, and like. But an awesome, one of the best horn players. So when Le- when uh, Carl Denson said like I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do the touring anymore with Lenny Kravitz. I want to pursue my own career. Um, Harold Todd, right there on the saxophone, he t- he took he got the gig. I think he was referred. I think Carl Denson referred him. I don't know how he got. But to this day, Harold Todd is in Lenny Kravitz band, and he used to play next to me. Like three years, we traveled to, and I'm like, now I see him with Lenny Kravitz. I'm like, that's that's like the kind of shit that you know, like I'm like, oh man, that's one of my teachers, right? That's one of my my guys that inspired me. It's a mentor, bro. A mentor. That's somebody you can and, see, feeling, doing it to the next level. Yeah. So like San Diego, a lot of people don't know, but a lot of musicians when when they make it, get come out of San Diego, when they leave San Diego, they go big, you know, yeah. they go big, and shit like that. Uh, it makes me proud that. Uh, he's one of the cats that like play flute and sax, and I really admire him. And he uh, also is on, like on a lot of my records, man. A lot of records, old records. And he's like, I'm like, can you come record? You know, I'm down here in um, downtown at, at the studio next to Pokies, and you come down Capricorn Studios and drop horn lines. And and I'll be like, how much, homie? Like, hey, dude, like I don't have that much money, but let me give you some feria, you know, for the work today. So, just buy me a burrito at Pokey's. Done. Like that. Done. I'm like, oh, man. Like, Shout out to Pokey's. <laughs> Shout out to Pokey's. <laughs> I bet, Champion, let's get you to answer some questions. I know I know the homie over here has some questions. And BJ, uh, mm-hmm. also a musician, you know, he and I see him light up anytime a fellow musician comes in and joins him. So, I bet. Yeah, I love, I love learning from, like, everybody else's story, especially because, yeah. like, you know, you guys have, like, you know, gone places I haven't. Um, as a, You guys are a seven-piece band, correct? Uh, sometimes, sometimes, you know, up to nine piece, 10 piece. And at the minimum, how many? Uh, two people, like, uh, like <laughs> yesterday. You're I, like me and a mic? Like last <laughs> night, I did a, me and a, guitar? <laughs> a, a Christmas party for, you know, and they were like, we, we can only afford two people. So let's go two people. Boom. All right. Fuck so yeah. my, my question goes with the size of the band. Like when you guys first started, like really going after it, were you 
going as like this big band trying to get like yes full concert style stuff and like no we our sound was inspired by big band so all our music was has always been a big sound horns percussion so that's what we we were and back then we would never break the band apart we just kept it as a big band and whatever money we made we divided it between all of us and so that was our sound so there was no way of breaking it down back then there's it was always a big band but was it like like booking a band that size? Because I know sometimes you, um, you hit up a spot and they're like, "This is too many people." Like, like we always did the, uh, we were never like the hippies, like sleeping in the van or, or crashing people's. Uh, I, we always did the hotels, but uh, we were, you know, we always did two to a room, uh, double beds. Everyone had their own bed. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it would be like three to a room if we really, you know, if we got. If it got hard, mm-hmm. but we were always a band that like, hey, we're we're gonna work, and we're gonna drive eight hours at least. Let's get a bed. Let's home. enjoy the yeah. amenities. At least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's spoil ourselves but, a little. But bit. it wasn't that expensive, you know. When we we stayed. We didn't stay in like shitty hotel rooms. We stayed in like you know the, you know, kind of like a La Quinta kind of back then. It wasn't that expensive. Shit like that, um, you know, hundred bucks a night, whatever, for a double bed. But that's how we had a balance. We had a budget. Our, our, and I mean, yeah, yeah sometimes, it's difficult enough doing it as one person. So whenever I see like a big band, you know, I'm just yeah. like, man, you guys are like crushing it. I just want to like. But the merch game, the merch game is what how you take your your band to like uh, to pay expenses. Okay, all right, hell yeah. Okay, even yeah. to this day, the merch game is probably uh, reigns supreme, second to none. No, it's a different game. Yeah. COVID has changed prices too. People sell t-shirts for like 24, 25 bucks. Like that's. Yeah, no, sweaters or what? That's 60, cheap, 50 bucks? I went to punk shows. These are punk shows I'm talking mm, about. Mm. <laughs> like, Shit, yeah, we like sell shirts at the Brie for like $25, $30, man. Yeah. So I can only imagine on tour what they would be like, you know? Yeah. And people buy them. People, yeah. I mean, the best, the support, best, it's a good yeah. way to support. Yeah. The best way to support is by repping your fucking favorite bands or your favorite musicians' mm-hmm. gear, your, their merch, man, you know? Sense of pride. Bro. Yeah, that's why Sense I got the sticker game on lock. <laughs> What's going on with B side players? What can we look forward to in 2023? Well, yeah, I want to promote our show. In at the Music Box, uh, January 21st. Uh, we'll be at the Music Box with a band called Boostive, who I really like. Really, they're killing it. Um, good party vibe. Um, great band. So we're going to be doubleheading uh, the Music Box January 21st. That's going to be our first show of the year because we don't have anything left. Um, I'm doing some acoustic stuff for New Year's. I'll be at, like, Saquon Casino and... and, and um, La Jolla at a nice restaurant and uh and but um might as well promote we're gonna be in Mastlan for the mm. uh the the whole band. This is the first time in a, in in many years that the whole they're flying out like the complete whole band. Everybody, yes. everybody. damn man. So, so that's, that's also in January exciting. That's yeah, January Jan, right after New Year's we go to, to Tijuas, we go to the airport and boom, we're out. How many gigs are you guys playing down there? We're doing two gigs. Two gigs and then we come back just for a week and Casas is coming with us so you Ooh, so you guys gotta like champion you guys gotta do like Fuck, find a man. find someone to, to record you or something nah. well, <laughs> when, when Casas isn't here we just don't do anything we're gonna take a break on that one fool well I think we'll that's, bring a, that's, so, a, that's a day we take a break uh, <laughs> where, where are you so playing on, on that the tip on that tip me uh, Eric the last time we were in Mustland like, like he he's pretty famous down there yeah, yeah. I've seen videos <laughs> and. He was just going down there, and like everywhere we went, he's like, like in the in Las 
las pulmonías, el texto. Hey, ¿tienes, ¿tienes Bluetooth? Eso, no, no. Ah, pues pon esta, pon esta rola. And everywhere we went, and every, every restaurant, he's like, hey, can you play this song? And we're like, he was just uh, blowing it up. And it's like, Everywhere we went, dog. And now they play it. Even the cover bands play it. I swear to God. Damn, casas don't stop, bro. Hey, wey. Vamos con las putas. Get it, perro. What the fuck? Hey, wey. Vámonos con las putas. Nice. This is casa yes. song through and through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Y te la vas a rifar. Mis putas. Damn! Is this our new intro song, Paul? <laughs> y te la vas a rifar pagando mi puta. Love it, though. That's great. Look at that. Hey, wey. <laughs> Vamos <laughs> con las putas. Hey, I swear to God, dude. Everywhere. <laughs> La mamada, bro. That's a banger. Oh, that's a banger. Is that available on your Spotify, cousin? No, no, that's a that's that's a bad call. He's gonna play right now. But it's a private collection. The whole trip, this song, I didn't want to hear it when we got back. <laughs> and then they started sending us videos of people playing it on like, oh my god, bro. I'm not lying. No that's wonder amazing. you want to go back, dog. Look at you. Fuck. They call him Perry over always there. Always a good time. <laughs> Always a good time. Man, Always I, a good time. I need idea. to go back. I've only been there once. Wifey and I have been there once. I got to go back. I got to yeah. go back. You do have to great go Great food, great entertainment, great yes. vibes. Always. Voy con este güey. Voy con este güey. No sabe, pero muere pichi feliz. I'm going to go in that fucking suitcase with you, bro. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good... One pair of chonies. No chonies. Eric is fun. Like, me and him, we have a good time. Like, him and I, we've been friends. Ever since I met him, we just have a connection. And not only that, but he's, like, done a lot of my videos mm. like he he gets it he and he's he's like one of the persons like you guys know how talented he is on that level of videography Gus has the god editing and all that he's he's the man he's the man he's but uh, he's I, him. He's but, but me, him and I him and I we have a good time I can't it's hard for me to travel with people man it's hard why I don't know you're I a traveling man bro I, I know but like um I just me and my lady, we do good. We we travel good. My lady keeps up with me. She she can drink with me now. She ya tiene callo. Like she hangs with me. You broke her in. She's yeah. ready. <laughs> and but Eric and I like we're just like we just have a good time. Like he I came said. pre broken. Forget it. I don't want to travel with you guys. <laughs> have, that shit already sounds over. It sounds intimidating, man. Yeah. No, it's not intimidating at all. It's just the vibe. Like you have to be positive. You can't be. You can't get like everybody. For some reason, when I travel, everybody gets on a down one, like one Damn. day, two days out of the, the week. They, yeah. Oof. Okay. Spa give yeah. me some space. Yeah. Don't take Caesar. Yeah. Don't take Caesar with I you on those kinds about. of trips, fool. Like homesick kind of stuff? Or they just I get, homesick like, or I don't know. Some no, tr just the troubles from anything. home, they bring them on the road. Yeah. I'm like, hey. Yeah. Like, I'm like a flower, bro. On the road, I blossom, bro. <laughs> I'm out there. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm way. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Let me blossom out there with you, bro. <laughs> That's going to be a graphic oh, next it's week, a, bro. It's a vibe. And then the vibe, like you bring, wherever you go, you bring it. Claro. You bring the vibe. Claro. And people, people are like, they, they're like, 
I like these guys. Mm. Where are you guys from? San Diego. What's up? Oh, man. Just keep it going. Yeah. Hey, wait. <laughs> Las putas. A huevo. <laughs> Fuck, bro. What? That I can I can agree with you with. Because mm. we, Gus and I, when we've traveled, man, that's... Your Casas is my Gus. Yeah. You know, we go, we, anytime we travel together, we go always. We go everywhere. We've gone to Dublin. We've gone to London. We've gone to yeah. watch soccer matches. We've gone to Mexico. We've gone to fucking, even as simple as Vegas. And it's always a good time. We don't argue. We don't yeah. fight. It's just, it's just a perfect time. We vibe off each other, you, you know? And then we go. He sees me passed out as fuck. He just leaves yeah. me, bro. Yeah. I see your hair when you know, you I see, No, no, in the bed. Like, he, he'll, he'll oh, put me in the Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. You know, I see him doing outlandish shit. I'm like, all right, fuck, let's go. You know, we take we pop a fucking like yeah. a little pill to wake us up, mm-hmm. and then we're good, bro. Yeah, we went to Tyler. Dublin. We went to Dublin, and the same shit happened to us. They're like, well, "Where are you guys from?" We're like, "San Diego." Yeah. It's like, "Oh, you're Mexican." We're like, "Yeah, oh, bro." It was like we told them we had the fucking fifth golden ticket on Willy Wonka, bro. As <laughs> soon as we told them, yeah, we're Mexican. Oh, let me buy you this. I'm not even going to try to do an Irish accent. But oh, they, they were like, let me. I'll be let, like my Japanese accent. Hey, fuck, let me buy you this fucking whiskey. You see where I stood most? And we were it, bro. People were around us just like, they were They were vibing with us. Yeah. They, When we travel, Mexicans as a whole, oh. I've look at the World Cup, bro. Somos un desmadre, dog. It's like, si saben como somos, pa que nos llevan o pa que nos invitan. But people want that shit. People yeah. want us partying and having a good time. Nothing is too serious. Nothing is too over the top. It's just we're out there having a good time. Yeah. Nothing is guaranteed in this life, as Nothing. we all know now. Oh, so it's like, fucking go out, yes. do your thing, and just get have on a sick fun. one, man. Yeah. Oh. Nothing's guaranteed, man. Yeah, we don't know how, how much time we have on this earth. And, and also, you know, we don't, like... Nothing is guaranteed over time, like our, your family, your loved ones. You don't know um, how long people have on this earth. So, yeah, you have to have that attitude and you have to like, you just have. And the best thing about traveling, by the way, is coming home to San Diego, man. Oof. Because, yes. you know, the weather's going to be fucking bomb. Mm. And, you know, you got your food spots here. You can have the best tacos, dog, oh, in the world. That's bro. the best thing about traveling is coming home. Like, yes. Because, and we are so, but that that's going to be the lead way to the next Look song. at you, bro. <laughs> hey, look at you. Somebody, look at you. It's like, you know what the fuck you're doing? In the back of my head, it's like, oh, he's coming back to San Diego. It's like, este hueva cantar San Diego, la verga. Mm. <laughs> Bringing the transition back to emo. Uh, so this is when uh, Bobby Tribal heard this song. He was like, "What's up, man? You gotta put this shit out." And I was like, "Fuck." Okay. You might also <laughs> recognize this for the Weather Weather Report. Hi, I'm the Weather Weather Report man, and it's gonna be sunny and sunny. It's gonna rain mayonnaise. Oh yeah, you can use it for whatever you want. Use it, man. Someone oh, we do, fool. We do. <laughs> Don't worry, we fucking do. San Diego. Love my San Diego San Diego Rifa San Diego Love the border to the barrio Love the parque for Chicanos Love the bridge from Logan Heights Right across to Coronado and San Diego Love my San Diego Love my South Bay culture roots Chula Vista 3rd Avenue National City where I grew I emo brown, I'm feeling good in San Diego 
Prende esa madre, güey. Where's that joint? I bless my to every day. To sweet sunshine in America's finest pueblo. Love my San Diego. Love IB North 75. Sunset cliffs, ocean beach drive. Love that West Coast sunset sky. Over the waves that we can ride here in San Diego. Love my San Diego. Love my Padres win or lose. Hey. Taco Tuesdays, I salute. Gas Lamp Club in North Park 2 Feed my mood while we all cruise through San Diego Love my San Diego I bless my everyday rise To sweet sunshine in America's finest pueblo Love my San Diego So thank you Lord For blessing my soul So proud to know I'm homegrown Original from San Diego Love my San Diego Oof Oof Why do I love you fucker? <laughs> Why? Because I relate to everything You fucking yeah. sing about bro It's just very relatable It's there. It's it it's it's Sundays in the backyard at Carnesadas, bro. It's hanging out with your cousins, it's hanging out with your tíos, with your family, drinking, reminiscing, remembering about when you were little and yeah. being like, what is it like to be out there hanging out with the older people, having a beer and just mm -hmm. shooting the shit and then actually being a part of it. Yeah. And then it's like, fuck. And then you start singing. Next level, bro. Yeah. You always kill it, dog. Yeah. We've been smoking that song for so long. Yeah, now we're smoking oh, to it in real life. It's crazy. We've smoked to that. I've smoked to that song a lot. And I've really? smoked to Nuestras Demandas, up, bro. I've smoked all. And then what else, bro? I remember going to PRC in the old uh, um, Pinchy Paradise. What was it? Project Rio Collective that Chicle and Selena had with their partners, mm. bro. And you playing there. And just going. Big and ups to Chicle. Always big ups to Chicle, bro. Um, always, always. Chicle was when uh, my son passed away. He was like one of those cats that he went to. Like, he did, like, a wellness check on me, and and I really appreciate him and his family. Like, he's one of those people that you, um, when you know him, when when he, when he, you know, when you get to know him, he's always going to be looking out for you. And Very true. And uh, I, I fucking love that dude. We're very, you know what? You have a song called Amigo, and that legit, when I have, I have a few friends in my life. You know, I have, I have Gus and I have Julio and I have Chicle now and, and some of the other guys in the crew, but legit Chicle, you have, I have that, my friends have to vibe with everything, not just one component. Yeah. And Chicle vibes with everything we fucking do. Family, fucking passion, um, doing, starting something and seeing it all the way through until you fucking reach your goal, yeah. you know? And it's important to surround yourself with those kinds of people, of course, man. Yeah. Like you said, wellness checks come in many different ways. You checked in on you and in yeah. the... Very much needed time for yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. He checks in on all of us, man. That's that's the homie. Chiclet is a Chiclet appreciation little speech, bro. We love you, Chiclet. Kind of. Yeah. 
I do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Do you want to get into some headlines today, or do you want to keep the party going? What's up to you? What's up to you? Yeah, songs, yeah. songs, songs. songs. More songs. I'm gonna say this is gonna be like the longest fucking episode ever. But oh. fuck it, I don't give a shit, man. We you gonna pass keep. That to yeah, where's it? No, you can't have this mezcal. Have your whack ass mezcal. I do have one headline. Go. I want to hear some headlines. Yeah, let's headlines. get a headline. Let's get a headline. I have one headline. One. Go ahead. This is my second to last show. Oh shit! What happened? Beat you? What the fuck? No, not you, <laughs> Caesar. What did you do? This is the second to my last show, so I will be wrapping up my um, my space here on the podcast uh, next week. So um, there's a lot of really good things coming. I have a lot of um, a lot of work coming up that's going to really require a ton of my attention, a lot of writing. Um, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that's all I'm going to say, um, and a lot of a lot of work. And you know, I'm incredibly grateful for this time, and I'm not going to get emotional, but. Si no lloras, um, no te creo, canija. I think like I've, I'm so grateful for you guys because um, I was going through a really hard time. And I know that you know that, Steve. And so um, I'm just so grateful because you guys came in a place when um, I felt like nothing was going right. And this felt so fucking right. And um, you guys welcomed me. And I'm so grateful for my time here. Um, oh, I'm bummed. That this I, chair that is I always there. Leave. We like, like this chair um, is going to always be I there know, for you. I'm not going to be around. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll um, fill it with someone. But I'm, fuck. I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm so fucking grateful for all of you guys. I feel like you guys have become like my brothers. And I know that I have that with you guys. And We're I, still going to be here. We're still claro, going to be here. And yeah. I'm still going to bust in on you guys and drop some... <laughs> I'll still uh, wait for them cochinitos, bro. Los cochinos dorados, perros. Yeah, so um, a little bummed about that, but... Should um, we have people come in next week then or what? No, I'll be here next week. Yeah, no, I mean, no. Should we but, have people come yeah, in? Anybody yeah, anybody wants to come out and hang out and, and uh, have a shot with me before y on my last for, night. You're going to get all peda for Well, me. you guys are always trying to give me peda. Mm, hey, peda and hi. I don't, I don't smoke and they're over here. <laughs> I don't oh, smoke. <laughs> hey, tell her what's going on right now. <laughs> if you don't smoke, you smoke now, my friend. <laughs> I know. Now, you, were, you, you came in and you added a different layer to what we're doing and you added some professionalism. Because believe it or not, we're not no. always professional here at Three, <laughs> at three Punk Girls, at fucking Emo Brown Podcast, you know, and we weren't, and you just, you, you threw a little shine on us, and you, and you, you played a big role in, in elevating what we're doing and, and getting, unlocking the next level. We always talk about unlocking the next level, and I feel it takes the, the right keys and the right components to build that fucking bridge to get to the next level. You were definitely a big part of getting us to a next level. Here we are. We won't disappoint you moving forward. Maybe Barry just bear will a little bit. <laughs> but aparte de eso, it's like, honestly. Nah, yeah, keep crushing it. I can't was... wait to see what you guys do in 2023. I mean, I think only good things can come from all of the craziness. Mm -hmm. To your point, I think this year fucking sucked royal for so many yeah. of us um, but I think through this kind of uh, sense of community that we've built and through all of the people that we've built we made it through this year mm -hmm. but I'm fucking I think we're all fucking ready Ooh. to crush Ooh. 2023 say yeah. fucking again cause you I'm know? in I'm fuck. fucking in bro like, fuck this year mm. royally mm. but let's go let's yeah. go fucking I'm dying my hair red fuck it yeah. <laughs> I'm going in let's I'm dying it. my hair red no <laughs> no way <laughs> You know, no. we're gonna support you. Last year was rough. Whatever you're doing, uh -huh. you have all of us behind you. Thank you. you. Know? I love you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, maybe when I'm able to announce it, some what I'm actually doing, I'll come back and Ooh, and let you guys shit. know. I'll pop in for like a little Q and A or something. She'll bless oh. us with some chef. Mm, <laughs> Let's see what else do we got before we wrap this up. That's a great way to finish it. Yeah, I, and uh, I wish you the best. I think, Thank you, man. like looking back, I think everything like it's in, in chapters, however you want to like, and then life. In life, you look back and you're like, man, that was that was a chapter in my life where, man, that was positive. That was Hell good. Yeah. But then I can't went from there to there, and then boom, like I I yeah. really started doing what I really want to do, and I just wish you 
happiness. Thank you. And, you know, that's the pursuit. Thank you. Of life. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's never a bad time with you. For never. No. It's never a bad time never. with you. Oh, I mean, change is good, man. Yeah. Yes. Change is good. It's necessary. It's necessary. It's necessary, man. Yeah. Imagine being stagnant, stuck in the same place, doing the same Never thing. Never that. Seeing the same faces, you know? Your, your eyes are really red. Because <laughs> <laughs> he works very hard. <laughs> I'm a hard-working dad. Estás bien high. When Bianca like, is doing our reels, and, like, and she'll correct, send me. Yeah, no, she'll send me little clips. She's like, hey, fool, your fucking eyes are oh super red. I don't God. know how I'm going to fix it. I said, don't. Yes. Let <laughs> it happen, bro. Let it happen. <laughs> oh man, I want to hear some more music, dog. I want to yeah, smoke some yeah, more yeah. weed. I want to. I want to do things, bro. I want to do well. things. A ver. No, oh, we're gonna have to play some reggae for you, bro. All right. Anda super grifo. Mm, A B C D E F G. No, no, I'm still good. <laughs> <laughs> American citizen. Mm, saco la sentry. We're all good, bro. We're all good. No pasa nada. Fuck. I didn't know he had all these ties to Mazatlan. I'm like, okay. I love Traigan this dude. Hey, real, real talk. <laughs> I, I love this dude. Yeah. This, Carlos Paez, Carlos Paez is, is, is a walking talent. Yeah, guy, no, oh a breathing gosh. talent. That guy's blazing. No, ese güey le valió pito down. Ese güey dijo, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it, it's Monday. Yeah, güey. Fuck, bro. No, don't stop. Keep going, fool. Keep going. Shit, you keep going. <laughs> now I don't think I'm that addicted to There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Well, I guess we'll do the theme song to the Emo Brown show. Ooh. When you, you asked me... If you could use a song, I was like, hell yeah. And then, and it, it gives me joy that you, somebody uses a song and to invite guests, like people that I look up to and people that are inspiration in my community to me and their guests on your show. Mm. Um, you are awesome. the show, fool. That's you awesome. are the show. The, the show is community. The show is yeah, people like you. It it's is. comprised of so, people like you. I think people that, like Chef, BJ, Casas, everybody here, man. Yeah. And people love it because it's that. They connect to it. Because of you guys. So that's awesome. So, yeah. Damn, I am. My daughter sings this song and everything. Oof. Oof. It's great. My little guy, El Oliver, le encanta. Damn, yeah. play this one. Yeah. Suena los tamores de la rebelión. Palante con visa mexica reggae en español. Como zapatista de liberación. La paz y justicia en nuestra misión. Con energía positiva, buena vibración. La fiesta y Mount Brown los invitamos. Sin armas, con palabras, con educación. Tenemos un anuncio para los asesinos. Ya no queremos guerra, destrucción. No queremos fronteras segregando el mundo. Tiempo, raza para revolución. Luchando por nuestro derecho, nuestras demandas. Nuestras demandas. Techo, tierra. Trabajo, libertad. Independencia. Democracia, nuestras demandas. Nuestras demandas. Revistas y periódicos, todos canales de tu televisión, todas estaciones de tu radio. No vas a encontrar este movimiento solamente para la gente que quiere el cambio. Soldados zapatistas de todo el mundo, los que defienden nuestra historia, nuestra razón. Contra los ratones financieros de Babilón, los que matan para controlar el petróleo. Ya no existe confianza en el gobierno. Tiempo, raza para revolución, luchando por nuestros derechos y nuestras demandas, nuestras demandas. Techo, tierra, trabajo, libertad. 
nuestras demandas Nuestras demandas Estoy tan enamorado con... I'm just joking <laughs> You had to fucking stop I thought you were going to transition into that I was like, alright Alright, let's go Saca la botella, perro Let's go Man, you just Your face lights up when you play, man, oh, man. Your fucking face lights up The man. whole room lit up Oh, man I, It's so I, I've been having a lot of fun time This is, I think um, Music is just so healing for everything Yes Without music I would not be I would be with my son In fucking wherever he's at I would not be here. This is the only thing that keeps me sane, not alive, sane. Like, mm. cause, cause you can live, but you could be fucking crazy and just fucking maniacs. Maniacs. Uh, uh, so being sane is is important, cause um, um, that's what you you just you can't just live and just be dead inside. You know what I'm saying? You have to be, you have to be living for a reason. Something that's got to keep you alive and sane. So music is, for me, that's medicine. It's everything. You know, everybody, everybody, you know, they know we, you know, we party. We, we throw parties. We, we party, um, you know, not speaking for my friends and I, but just for myself. I love to party because it also, it keeps me sane and alive too, you know. But, but not like music. Music is just like something that, helps your soul it helps you like it helps you just like wake up in the morning and just want to live you know yes. the party is the party when you party like that's the difference when you party and you wake up the next day you're like you don't want to live you're like fuck that cruda is hard levanta muertos bro quick and easy effective man so you that, are an experienced that's party that's why um, Mazatlan is you got aguachile in the morning <laughs> Bro, that was the only reason when we went down there. That was the only reason that kind of triggered me to to start a brewery. We were in Mazatlan, and I visited Pacifico Brewery. Went in there, and I was blown away. Yeah. I was blown away. Came back, started drinking. Went to uh, had mariscos all day. Yeah. You know, just eat, drink. My wifey too. It's a it's a beautiful place. We got down from the cruise ship. Te reciben con pinche banda la verba. It was just amazing, bro. And you get down and it's like, boom, all right, that's what's up. This is what this is what we're getting into. This is what's going on. I'm like, I'm ready. And that all the rest of the time there was just 110% party level, bro. Wait, I know you I know you said you rebelled against your parents. Do you now like banda or do you still hate banda? No, I've I've I love banda. <laughs> okay. I, I, I have to I have to love banda because it's part of like my story. It's part of like where I'm from. Yeah. Because um when um I have to, my family's still in Recodo, so when I go to Recodo, it's like banda is that's it's kind of like Chula Vista. Mm. Um, what's Chula Vista? What's like the fucking three punks? Three punks of Chula Vista. Lolitas. Oof, For, yeah, Kelly it's like La Banda is is Recodo. Recodo, yeah. wherever you go, is is a banda, and um, you have to know about the banda. You have to appreciate it. Like to me, I it took it took me like. After my rebellion, I'm all fuck. I can't resist. Yo, what am I, doing? I can't resist Julio Preciado. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. Can't, can't resist. Pancho Barraza, los recoditos. All of the things, bro. Recoditos. All of the things. All that shit. It's like, and then also when I recorded a record with my dad, I really fucking Ooh, took it to another man, level. Because I saw how 
how the records were made, like the, you know, those trombones, las clarinetas, este, um, las trompetas, everything just from scratch. Like, I'm like, oh my God. Now I hear banda different. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I piece, I break it down piece by piece when I listen. I'm like, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Oh, you hear that? Oh, you listen to this. I've turned into that dad with my kids. Yeah. Like, I can't listen to that. Is right that here. in Mazatlan? Yeah. Nice. Look at that, man. Yeah, no, ustedes puro I, I can't wait. Go I think we're going to go for uh, for Carnaval. This yeah? Week. Yeah, for Semana Santa. I've never... Uh, I've been... I heard it's crazy. There's so it's many people. It's very crazy. So... Pero, Cada pinche pueblo tiene su fiesta, bro. Cada pueblo sí. tiene su carnaval, todo el pedo. It's like, yes. Sí, oh. pero el del malecón, o sea, es una, es una, es una pinche fiestota de boca madre. Oh. O sea, son miles y miles y miles de gente. It's going to be hard for me, dude, to go to Japan... To Mazatlán because <laughs> culture shock. Because in Mazatlán, people were like fucking, you know, drinking their beer and they're like, ah, fucking throw it on the beach. I'm like, no, like, hey, well, not, I'm not Mazatlecos, but other people that <laughs> other people Mazatlecos. that dry that that are there, you know, mucho Tourists. mucho turista nacional, nacional. Like, like man, littering now to me is like I'm conscious of it. Yeah, like I'm, I, it, now it's like. I don't want to see no trash, people throwing trash, anything like that. But watching the World Cup, bro. Who? <laughs> Japanese nationals, after exactly. every match, they were going up and down, fila por fila, recogiendo basura, just yeah, collecting, picking sick. up. They had their own little bags and gloves. Awesome. I was like, you know what? We're and fucking I, up. I saw the elim their eliminating game, uh, I think Croatia, mm. when they played. And I was at a bar, and they were hyped up, dude. They were... Serving us tequila because they knew we were Mexicans and they were like, Well, you were in Japan when they were fucking playing? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm honest, bro. So I'm with the Japanese and when they lost the game, I'm not lying, dude. They fucking cried. Like they got tear, everyone got teary and they cried. But like right away, they just, they just like when they said like the, the final score, everyone they got together, dude, and they clapped. Good. For That's the, awesome. For the opposing team, like out of respect, out of respect, I'm all. My fuck Croatia, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 no. He's like, no, fuck Chula Vista, <laughs> no Chula Vista, fuck Croatia. I'm from Chula Vista, bro. Like <laughs> Chihuahua. The respect. Hey, look at, look at. Oh, hey. Man. Hey. oh, mira, mira, hey. mira. Rhythm. Hey, I didn't know you could play the drums horny, bro. You look at playing the bongos horny, bro. Look at you. I've never seen a hornier bongo player. That's a horny ass bongo player, bro. That's cool, man. Look at that. Hey, put that shit again. Put that shit again. You know how many people start playing the bongos now? It's actually, look at. Oh, 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 for me, it's a pucker. No, but in his mind, he, in his mind, he's not even listening to us. <laughs> no, bro, he's playing his own shit. He's playing. Hey, wait. Hey, casas. That's the same smile. Hey, wait. Hey, wait. P U T A S. Te la vas a rifar Puta, putas, te la vas a rifar, 
escuchando Las putas ¡Oh! ¡Oh! ¡Eh, güey! <risa> we can do it all oh, night, bro. bro We gotta wrap this up We ain't gotta do shit, song. but we will, fool mm. Carlos Baez Fuck you, bro <laughs> Fuck you, man. Anytime uh, you come in here, it's always a fiesta. It's always a party. I don't even know what I, I know. I was stressed about some shit when I got here. Really? I'm not stressed about it anymore. So like for right they, now, for this last hour. The eyes don't lie, chico. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to fucking yeah. hang out with you, you, drink with you, listen to you tell stories. This is yeah. gonna be a long ass podcast because oh, I man. just like I just like sitting here watching and listening. Yeah, that's why I brought the guitar. I think the guitar makes it not so boring. I think boring. Yeah. You're not boring. No. You're boring. Only You're boring people boring. get bored, bro. I and then exactly. That was amazing. Thank you for the uh, treat. Yeah. That PG Jasbera. Anything present. anything else that you got to add? I feel like this is like your episode. Nothing. Well, <laughs> well done, you. BJ. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos Paez. Yes. Un uh, gran placer, güey. Nos vemos so pronto, compa. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. I'm